It is 1899, the turn of the 20th century. 23 years after the extraordinary British scientist Phileas Fogg went around the world in 80 days, he now seeks to better his own feet, to travel to any seven destinations on the planet, no matter how far within the year. Fogg will then justifiably become the head of the Royal Academy of Science. There's just one small problem. Phileas Fogg is a cad, a philanderer, a murderer, and a monster. Only a small group of dashing heroes know the truth, and only they can stop him in an adventurous race around the world. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents The World's Most Wondrous Year, A Savage World's Pulp Adventure. small word of warning. This game is played at a table with a baby and a toddler. Expect a little bit of crying and some periodic toddler commentary throughout the podcast, but that dies off about 30 minutes to an hour in when we put the kids to bed. Thanks for your patience. Episode 10. So, when last we left you? We were going to stay in Dracula's house. It had been a red line episode, and then you arrived in Transylvania. It's very difficult to tell when you are in Transylvania until you listen to the local accent. <laughs> there are 714 people in the village of Bran who speak with the local accent, and only one who sounds like this. Well, 713. So, Pete went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And very restful it was too. I yeah. listened to the podcast and I don't remember anything after the port that with the portcullis open. <laughs> and you have elected to stay in Dracula's castle for the evening. Which yeah. is an awesome decision. He has assured you <laughs> repeatedly that he is not a vampire, so there is in fact nothing to be worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, and Igor has directed you all off to separate rooms. You are in basically the east wing um, but you, each of you is placed into this big cavernous sort of classic castle room with a huge four poster bed um, there are, uh, seem to be lots of sort of cobwebs up in the corners and things despite the place not actually being that particularly messy it's, it's very clearly understaffed you've seen no one but the count and Igor Probably because they feed on the blood of the of the. Although you, you have heard noises of sort of doors opening and shutting behind you periodically. <laughs> and I think that's the general idea. Igor will sort of bring your bags up with with a strength that really belies his little hunched frame. <laughs> um, sits them up in your room and says, "If there's anything else that you need before I retire for the evening." <laughs> Do you have a cushion size um, bed? Mm-hmm. It has been a long time since we have had living pets in Castle Dracula. I fear I am unable to accommodate you. Do you normally have taxidermy? Ah, the master has many fine stuffed creatures of the wild. He is particularly fond of bats, rats, and cats. Oh, I must see it later on then. Yes. Particularly spectacular in the light of the full moon. 
You've been waiting to come to Transyl- say something in Transylvania for a long time, haven't you, Shuri? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's going to let me run Carrion Crown, which is the Pathfinder um, horror horror adventure path. No. If you can convince them to play D&D, you can run it for your um, Sothulu crowd. So, so I had to make my own adaption. <laughs> um, Luke really needs a change. Yep. So I would like to take him off to gym and I'm make him formula. I'm just making flapping noises here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Igor <laughs> e- settles everyone in, um, then goes off to retire for the evening. So you're not using my chair anymore. If you want to play with my dice, someone will set them up for you and you can sit on that chair and play with them. Or you, or you can, can stay sitting on daddy if you want. Or you can sit sitting on daddy. What would you like to do? I, I like to play sitting on me, daddy. Okay. And then play with mommy's dice. That sounds like a good deal. Mm-hmm. So... Is the what's what's your master plan here? Is everyone just going to settle down, blindly close their eyes, and go to sleep? Uh, no, not I. I shall go exploring and try and find um, the stranger's room. I will go exploring, looking for some passages. Um, <clears throat> the door shuts with a cavernous clang as Igor leaves. Yeah. You don't hear the click of him turning a key in it, mm-hmm. but you don't know. Are you going to go and find out? Um, I'll inspect the door first from any supernatural enchantments. <laughs> you search for secret traps and secret doors and treasure. Yes. Go for it. Uh, do I need to roll? Yeah. Um, that would generally be the quickest way to um, tell me whether you succeed or not. some secret passages. In your room? Of course. There's a bookcase and so there's toys. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, it's it's a classic, you know, bookcase, fireplace, etc., etc. Exactly. Uh, the fires are all going in everyone's room, incidentally. It is not terribly cold here in Transylvania, but it is a bit wet and dark and cold. I've got a fire. Okay. So, if you check over your door, you are fairly certain that it has no, um, you, you see no sort of occult symbols or anything like that on it to suggest anything particular to you? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll ask my cat, Thomas, could you check the, the door and see if you see any particular locks on this? Wow. Well, there's a keyhole. Okay. I could fit through it if Bernard gave me quality food. <laughs> <laughs> and where's he? Lazing and slacking off, no doubt. Oh, he's in another room, dearie. I stand by my statement. Are you... Um, can I do yep. a, a quick search check to see what's in this room if there are secret passages? Uh, and Bernard, it is not compellingly. You you are in a hall, but it is not compellingly difficult to find your way to other rooms. There is basically a string of these big thick doors one after the other. Um, and as you walk down the hall, you can hear Doctor Strange through one of them talking to Thomas. Knock 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 knock. Oh, so you're knocking on my door. Bye. Oh. <laughs> That's what he thinks is happening. I'll do come in there. I think I believe that the door is unlocked. Um, yes. It does indeed open with it. It's actually really heavy too. It's it's certainly not beyond your ability to move, but you've got to actually strain and push at it. And uh, Doctor Strange is in there. Oh, did you bring any cleaning utensils by any chance? We have a few cobwebs in here. I was just kind of 
wanting to light the blame in the place up a little bit. One moment for the Come back with the luggage. <laughs> Open it up, get the cleaning utensils out. The one with the extendable handle. <laughs> you, you start dusting it off and you will find there are some big damn spiders in here. Like the like size of your closed fist big. Oh, I'm so glad that's not me. Necessarily supernaturally large, just creepily large. Cool. Oh, um, anyone else who is bopping around in the hallway or leaves their rooms will also be able to trivially hear these two. Jonathan? Um, no, I, I, I want to research um, possible way of sleep protection. Oh what, what are you thinking here? Um, yes, 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 Except that would be repair, and I don't have repair. Oh, <laughs> I have science, but not repair. I need, I need to get repair, and and then I can yeti trap my so way. Do, do, depending on what you're um, planning oh. or attempting. It, it would be fairly trivial to stuff your bed with the, the classic, you know, bolster that looks like there's a person in it. You could barricade your door by just moving furniture in front of it, or which would just be fairly basic, or repair would be the skill to actually jam it or something like that. Or larceny, actually, because that one you have. You can, you can actually fix... You the window? Yes, you certainly could. There is indeed, of course... These thick, huge curtains, and as you pull yeah. them aside, you are looking out over the ominous black forest, and there is a bat sitting on the other side of the window that flies away as soon as you open it. Yeah, I'm to jam the windows. Yep, by all means. I fail. You make your best effort at jamming the windows and think you have accomplished it. Mara. So you're going to go poking around your room looking for secret passages and things? That I am. Ah, uh, so that would be... You will Mara. You can go to Mara. Uh, I'll give you notice or repair your pick. But Mara, uh, it's either you find them by looking or you go, well, obviously a mechanism would probably be found here. Like the way They're both the same, so... Yes, you know. You could maybe... Critical failure. <laughs> wow. Awesome. I find the trap door by stepping on it. You trip over a loose board. Actually, I can see that happening. I press the wrong tile, go down the trap door into the crypt. <laughs> so, can everyone else give me a notice check? <laughs> Not you. Do you want to do the notice check? I got five. I'm not to. Can you do it for mummy? Okay. You hear a little girl go, ah! And then her voice cuts off. <laughs> yeah. Coming start. from you know, one of the rooms adjacent. So. <laughs> Maybe that's a great start to the night. It's obviously so something that's like to our you. young lady. Should we check yes. out Can I do one for mummy? Direction. <laughs> can I do one for mummy? Yeah, you can roll for mummy. Oh, why did I... Three of you run, in, you, you, you run out and get horrible, you see Jonathan appearing. Oh, hi. Do you want me to make the bottle for you? Um, I figured I would make the bottle for you. I'm happy to feed it to you if you want me to. 
Fumbled her efforts to find a secret door, and everyone else has heard a shout. Yeah. Okay. Let's go see People this down to try and intervene. Yep. As I imagine, will the majority, yeah. if not all of the party. <laughs> so, then they will get their level, or the rest of us, given he's faster at dashing. The four of you run out into the hall, look around, uh, <laughs> guess at which room Mara was put in, find the door open. It's Empty. Mara's gear is, is prominently sitting in here, so it's fairly obviously her room. And it's so sad. But she's not there. She does not appear to be there. Yeah. Does it, no, no, we're, you're under, look, she's not under the bed. She's not in the closet. Look. Mara, you're not there. Where are you hiding? People go to the door and shout really loudly, Mara! <laughs> Mara, can you make me a notice check? Alright, how about quick one with this again? Oh dear. Uh, 13. Yeah. From where you are, which I'll, I'll give you a descriptor of later, you hear Pete's voice faintly echoing to Ara. Ara. Okay. Sounds like it's coming from above you. Huh. Well, I don't want him to follow me down here, so I'm going to try and find my own way out. some sort of spell to see if there's a spell in this room. No. 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 That, there, there is an actual spell for that. But Divination? No, um, Detect Arcana. Oh, okay, yeah. It, it gives you arcane sight where you look at the room and go, trap, fireball, okay. etc, etc. Oh, oh, so So you are basically, all of you are going to go searching through this room. Yeah. So... Uh, you may look for you, you may look with either notice or fear for finding secret holes, passages, etc. Well, basically, there's something to start wandering off. Yeah. Uh, I got a five for notice. Okay. It's like you're our hindrance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sue. Uh, as you look around, Jonathan, you of course are looking for, you know, where would I hide my valuables in here? There must be somewhere. And you open the door. You, so sorry. I need to actually roll a couple of these dice, okay? Eat the bottle, okay. Pick bells. Now, how about I sit on the chair and you sit Number on my lap, okay? Oh, cool. Okay, you seem very interested, so I'm going to give up. Yeah, so, sorry, I should have asked if it was... Uh, yeah, no, that's fine, sweetie. He's, he's due for it. Yeah. Uh, so, Jonathan, you go poking around looking and you think, ah, of course, you know, out on the edges of the fireplace, there are these bronzed bats. You look at them and think... Ah, of course. And as you look close, you see one of them is just very slightly tilted out of alignment. So you reach up and you give it a hard tilt. And there is a clank and a clunk, and the stone goes grind behind you. And everyone sees stone grind away, and there is a trapdoor opening in the middle of the room. And then we cut to the little caption comes up Mara. 
two minutes, 14 seconds ago, <laughs> who is looking at the stone back, goes, huh, reaches up, grabs it, tilts it, looks very smug as she hears something open, steps backwards, and goes, ah! I did that on Friday. <laughs> Mara, can you give me an agility check? Oh, dear. Oh. Nine. Okay, so... You go sliding down this passage, bumper da bumper da bumper da bumper da bang 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 bumper da bumper da, and you know get a little bruised and scuffed and things. But presuming your toughness isn't one, you're fine. <laughs> I'm fine. And you bang out into what is the classically lit with burning burning torches. It's clearly a crypt. It looks exactly like every Hammer Horror movie crypt you've ever seen as a player. Which means it's well lit. Yes, yes, it is in fact exceedingly well lit. Oh, very nice. Okay, I start looking at the names on the coffins. Can I just ask at this point, did we do XP this session? No, No. we did not. Did we do XP last session? That's an even better question. I don't think we did. You... 28. I think we did. Uh, Yes, you did. did. Okay. So you would do another one. Yep, one more. Mm-hmm. Yep, one more. <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart, I was just moving my character sheet because I need to upgrade a number, okay? So close. So close to an advancement. And there are a variety of coffins down here. Um, the, the ones you have landed next to are big, heavy stone jobbies. Um, and they have inscriptions above them of such and such and dates going back. So this must be about a thousand years of ancestry down here. At around this point, we catch up in time and you guys click open the door up in Mara's room. The trap door up in Mara's room. I'm going to call Mara! Down it. You now hear this relatively easily. I'm fine. 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 Good. We're throwing yeah. you a rope, and I will match action with words. Are you quite uninjured, Mara dear? That's one. A little that stuffed, but just fine. Cool. Uh, I'll I'll put some some salve uh, some salve on it when you get back up again. A rope comes. It is literally opening into basically um, not in the roof but in the side of the wall. So you're effectively sliding down and going pop out the side of the wall. So it's clearly designed to enter by this means. So do we see like a slide? It is a slide descending into darkness. (laughs) I'd like to slide down the slide. (laughs) Uh, How big does the slide look like? Big enough for adults? Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm just going to have a Pete look... Pete might have a bit of trouble, because he's actually bulky. <laughs> I'm just going to have a look around before I climb up. So, yeah. going to have a look around the... Uh, Do you coffins. have a torch, my dear? Oh, it's well lit down here. Oh, that's good. Okay, kid, let us know if you need us, and Pete will stand by the rope, huh? That's okay. I shouldn't have any... Pro- I shouldn't have any problems in the crypt. <laughs> Um, my character will go up to the, the hole and slide down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, 
She's not going to ask permission. She's yeah. just going to slide down Be- the slide. Because you're actually prepared yeah. for this, it's not a problem. Yeah. It's designed to go down exactly this fashion. You go way down, pop out into the crypt. My dear, what have we found here? We found the Trakul crypt. Oh, delight. Bernard pushes his luggage into the chute and goes under. <laughs> Bud, clang, Pete, Pete's going to stay by the rope in case people need hauling out in a hurry. Yeah, you, you, can, you, can tie it, you can tie it to the bed relatively yep. easily. It's a huge I, I'm doing bed. so, but I'm still I'm still staying up here in case people need them. Um, Thank you. I'll probably need a hand getting out. Yeah, 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 I don't think I have the strength. It's too much. I have a whole lot of hands. You're going with, you know... <laughs> Those of you who are down in the crypt, can you roll me notice chips? He's a very pretty boy. Wow. I love dice. Wow. You don't need to explode that much, Adam. Sweaty. Do you hear a familiar sounding accent? Five! Five lovely guests staying in my house. Well, he really is a coward. Don't draw on the table. Do I hear anything different? He's he's talking to himself along that line, walking up towards this area. Ah, I see. Ah, the count's coming. Maybe we should hide. Is there any way to hide? Uh, well, there's all those coffins. I yeah, I think there's a sarcophagus. Why not a coffin? Uh, so these will probably be occupied. Uh, they may also be very difficult. And dark if you shut the lids. Oh. Yeah, I might just want to leave. Well, we complain about the health and safety hazard here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they have health and safety in the, eight, in the late 1800s. <laughs> yeah, it was expected. It was delicious. Well, there is well that think quick, there. guys. Dracula is actually yeah. walking towards you. What are you doing? Can um, you me We should get back up the road there. Come on. Yeah. I can give you an apricot seed. Well, as long as Mara is going up, then I'll go. I'll follow. Okay, climb up the rope. Yeah. Uh, in what order? Mara first. Yep. Because there's no way I'm letting Mara stay down here with a bunch of sarcophaguses. Yep. There's no question that you'll you'll all have to go up basically quickly one after the other. You can't. Um, I assume you want to be behind me to make sure. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be Mara, Amanda, and Bernard. I'll tie the bottom of the rope to the luggage and then I'll climb up so we can pull the luggage. All right. So once people start trying to climb up, I want to actively pull the rope up to assist them and then throw it down again for the next person. But his delicate cat equipment in it. Can all three of you make athletic Nice. Attention. Athletics checks. Can I make an assist roll for um, All you will see is the rope goes suddenly torn. You yeah. can start falling on it and it feels very heavy, like there's lots of people on it. Oh, right, are they all three trying to climb up? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's seven, seven for me. Seven because there's, there's no question of waiting down there because yeah. the count will be upon them. Yeah. I, I would like to try and make a yep. check to assist. So everyone's made that? Successful throws. Okay. Um, so, I think it's a raise for me. I don't know. Seven, seven. Okay, success then. So Pete, you start flexing yeah. and sweating in a manly fashion. And yeah. And you haul the rope up. It looks up good on the movie screen. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> out of the top comes Mara, then Bernard. Sorry, then, Amanda. Then, a, then Amanda, then Bernard, then a giant heavy bag of luggage. Yeah. I run over to the fireplace and um, adjust the bat back to its original position. <laughs> the stone grinds back into place. Decided not to explore after all? Uh, no, the count was coming. Ah. 
Can I do a trick up to us, What's that? It's 25 past now. Yep. I figure we put it to bed when Luke's finished his bottle. Yep, sounds good. Not long till bedtime, actually. Time. Yeah, about two minutes till bedtime, Zoe Bear. Yeah, and you were all up in Vira's room. Yeah. I knew there'd be secret passages. And apparently you were right. Bit of a novel way of finding them, though. Yes. Okay, let me look at that. I'll, I'll do some cell yep. sticky plasters, if there's sticking plasters in those days. Make sure that she's patched up. Why would they have had? They would have had tools. Leeches! I don't carry leeches with me. We're not using the local medicine, thank you. You feel bothered. <laughs> I think what we're going to need to have is more water. Okay, hot tap. Um, so, yeah, okay, so we've just had a recent, you know, escape from being found out down there. Uh, but yeah, we found a quick way to the crypt. I, I, I don't suppose the other rooms have this, this exit as well. Did, um, you, did you see any, like, statues on your fireplace? I wasn't looking. Well, we can go and have a look around our, our rooms and see if there's similar secret doors in the same pattern. Okay. Um, do we wish to um, have better contact during the night? I, this is, I mean, I, I'm not yet alarmed about the, the going-ons around here. Having a crypt door, having a door to a crypt is not necessarily something that we should be concerned about just yet, but do we wish to have a plan in case... There is concern. I'm more just concerned as to why he's going down to the crypt. You could yeah. all pretty easily bivouac in one room. You know, you've got yeah. sleeping Don't bags and that sort of thing. That's the other it thing seems we rude. It does. Um, and the um, he may just be going down to um, visit his family. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Pays respects. Yeah, I, I, I have no I have no problem with what we have seen so far. The other possibility, um, uh, just thoughts, but. It's always, it is at least vaguely possible, Count Dracula is merely a man with a colourful family legacy, but that there are vampires in the castle. <laughs> he's told you repeatedly that he's not a vampire. Um, you know, the, it, it could be a case of mistaken identity. I mean, if vampires fly out of Count Dracula and attack the populace, I doubt people ask them for their name and calling card. That's true. So in some ways this could be the safest place to be. Well, I fear if the vampire, if there are vampires in Count Dracula, they'll probably notice that we are here, whether that one of them is our host or not. No, it's not very friendly. You may have a warm double chocolate chip cookie fresh from the oven if you so desire, but you don't have to. I think we all know what I'm going to say. Yeah, she's giving it to me. (laughs) No. We all know what they're going to say to us. Because it looks like we're running out, Adam. You could probably only eat another four or five before. (laughs) You think I won't? You think I won't? Actually, no, I, I think you won't. I, I've never seen anyone eat four or five of those. I've seen someone eat four of them and badly regret it later. <laughs> you said I'm neglecting my husband. That's my job, to feed your husband. It's my job to feed your husband. They were very lovely cookies. You're most welcome. Okay, so you're up in Mara's room basically having some debate about what you're doing next. Tom said I could have his cookies. 
<laughs> Tom talks, obviously. Yeah. Unlike Bernard, well, Tom has never been. Thomas has never been very fond of sweet things. And unlike Bernard, I care about how my hips look. Oh, <laughs> 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 Besides, it's probably not so good for the little kitty cat teeth. He's past it now, but I'm still married. Tom twitches his tail <laughs> suggestively. <laughs> uh, my thinking is we, you know, go back to our rooms and go to bed. Mm. Yeah. I like this idea. Mm. Okay. Yep. That's the plan. Everyone goes back to their rooms. I will check for oddly you arranged. Pull statues. the same bat. Can you make me notice check? Okay. I will also be checking. Same. Same again. That's a pass. You hear a creak noise like something. Well, sorry, that wouldn't be noise. Uh, a chunk of stonework moving. But nothing happens in your room that you can see. It did something, but de- definitely, definitely the not the same. Um, definitely not the same trapdoor. Is there a rug over the floor? Or no. Check under the bed? There, there is, in fact, a rug, but in a, in a different place when you look under it. Yeah. Doesn't seem to have opened anything you can find. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't pass. Yeah. Okay. So you pull it and hear nothing. Presumably, your one is just loose. Mm. Uh, I also want to check and see if there's bad <laughs> ones in my room and fail. Yeah, there there are. Same design. Yeah. You can twiddle both of them, but it doesn't seem to do anything. And Pete just kind of goes back. Ah. <laughs> uh, so is there any paintings? Pete's going to um prop a chair under his door handle and um put his head. Put his wrench under his pillow and a vial of holy water up on his yeah. headboard, but then he's going to disguise it with a little bit of a plant so it's not like the big cross <laughs> on the bottle isn't no. obvious. Of course, this painting is in your room. Uh, the the two of you and the woman have been put in what are clearly women's rooms, mm. with the stern old matrons sort of looking down at you, and the other three of you have been given a lordly looking man in red silk. Yeah, but they, they, don't, they don't have the eyes popped out, do they? Are they doing the scooby doo thing? <laughs> the eyes seem to follow you around the room, but... Seem to, or actually? Seem to. Are you going to go off and poke the painting in the eyes and see what happens? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I totally am. Mmm, candacy. There you go. <laughs> I, I, also candacy. Yeah. It's good to know that the paintings have canvas eyes. Yeah. And everybody curls up in their big, soft, comfortable, sleep-inducing Thomas will keep an eye out for me. Mm-hmm. And to the rhythmic sounds of the forest outside, you all nod off to sleep. Notice checks at minus two from everyone. Mm-hmm. Ah. No. No. Double one. I'm so fucked. Super later, will stop exploding. Um... <laughs> So three sixes is 18, 18 19. 19. Uh, I'm, I'm a very, very old lady. Go for it. Eight. So. I got all that sleep in the coach. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up um, as you hear a slight scrabbling at your door. Like, the, the, these doors are, I think you might have missed the description, quite big and heavy, so there's a lot of noise and creaking and ooking when they open, style of thing. Yep. Um, and I did put a chair under my door handle. Right, okay, I missed that. Yeah. Um, and in the flickering of the firelight, you can see there is a shadow under your door, and Jonathan, you will hear this, not outside your door, but outside the door down from you. 
somebody going creak, creak, creak on Pete's door. Okay. Um, I'm going to... And yeah, somebody is, is endeavouring to open it quietly and it's pushing at the chair and making it a little sort of thud. I'm going to yeah, get thud. my lantern out and I'm going to get my pistol ready just in case. And I'm, I'm going to open the door and see who it is. It is, of course, Count. Um, he is pushing at Pete's door. Um, one hand beneath his cloak. Um, I'm going to um, get out of bed yep. and um, call out, Hello? Mm-hmm. Creaking at your door stops and the shadow fades away from it. Mm-hmm. The count steps away, pulls the door shut and steps away from a couple of paces. Was there something we could help you with? It turns around. <laughs> ah, I did not mean to disturb your sleep. No, I prefer it when people remain sleeping like the dead. Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, mm-hmm. ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've got my lantern, you know, like. I have a lantern. It's quite prominent right now. I was bringing your friend something to help him sleep. Okay, I'll be. Well, actually, at this point, come to his door, move the chair back. Yeah, and open this it. is a slightly whispered conversation, yeah. but if you're awake and listening yeah. for it, you yeah. no trouble hearing it. Yeah, so I will open, uh, open the door. Uh, um, evening. My apologies for disturbing the sleep. You have been such kind guests mm-hmm. that I thought I would very quietly leave this for you. And he reaches under his cloak. And out comes another of those thick sealed bottles of wine. You know, the very thick glass mm. antique style thing that he will hand it to you given your standing right mm. here. You seemed to appreciate the wine, so I thought you might like more. Forgive my rudeness in disturbing you. That no. So long since I have had company that does not think I am a vampire and walk around my home with weapons searching for every hidden door and crypt. Mm-hmm. It is just nice to have company, is all. Ah, ah, ah. That's quite all right, and I appreciate this very much, and people give him a big smile. Hmm? And uh, oblivious. Peter's oblivious. Say goodnight. <laughs> Peter's choosing to believe the best of him. Yep. I'll also say goodnight and close my door. However, he will put the pit chair back in front of his door. Yeah, I'm going to put a sleep. chair in front of my door now, too. Okay, and so I'll put the wine off to one side in my collection of stuff. Yep. Okay, so like I rolled double ones, but Thomas is keeping an eye out for me. Yep. <laughs> you remain blissfully, blissfully asleep. Thomas mm-hmm. sleeps on your face to ensure you hear as little as possible. And then can I get another notice check in minus two? I got five. I nope. fail this one. Failure. Never fail. Everyone fails that? No, I'm not ready. Oh, what's that? That's one stupid. I failed that one. Pete, this point, Pete. Oh, minus two. Yeah, I do fail. Okay, so everyone remains deeply asleep, and you are sort of awoken by. Actually, no. Um, nobody wakes you. 
Uh, Bernard, you will probably habitually wake up early being the butler, so you're sort of used to being up around six. Um, so you, you wake up first to nobody disturbing you. You just wake up, um, head out, and the first thing you see as you open your door... Um, and can you make me a spirit check? A fear check, quickly. Wow. Oh. Somebody's going to get scared wow. of life. Crit fumble. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I think we're going to have a You may want to re-roll that. What have you got in the way of fate points? One white one. Uh, <laughs> so you start being you that's about it. You may not be able to re-roll that. Hang on, hang on. Well, it might be more fun just to go through it now. <laughs> so this is this is just a simple fear check. Oh, yeah, right. Um, however, if you roll a natural one on the spirit dice, regardless of the wild die, then you have to roll on the fright table as well as if it was something worse. <laughs> so your choice to sell it or um, but, but yes, you would have to spend a blue to re-roll it, given it's a snake dice. Okay. I can give you a blue. I think it would be a nice thing to do. <laughs> Mascot power. Activate. Form of a blue chip. Yeah. Reroll it. Thanks, Adam. You're welcome. And that's a pass. I love that. So, when you open the door, you have to suppress yeah, a shout there, for a moment. Um, as there is a knife, a curved, deadly looking knife stuck in your door, quivering at about head height. And for a moment, you just. <laughs> and then. Because, of course, people have actually endeavoured to assassinate you before. <laughs> and then yeah. there is a curled up roll of parchment underneath it. Um, and if you want to see Kelp Dracula alive. <laughs> it, reads, it reads in this very flowery script, you know, my dear friend, my dear friends, as you, as you read it, it voices itself out loud. <laughs> my dear friends, it has been so good to see you. I will let you sleep in for as long as you like. For in Castle Dracula we believe in everyone resting in peace. <laughs> ah, ah, wow. ah. It cuts back, the note literally reads, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> when you are ready for breakfast, make your way down to the main salon. I am not much of a person for the day, but I will see you later to assist you with your endeavours. Your friend, Phileas Fogg, has been here last night, but seemed in a hurry to be on his way. Ha! 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 He did not wish to stay. Dot, dot, dot. Ha, ha, bollocks. Oh, how come he gets to stay, not have to stay tonight? Because we had to stay tonight to get our photograph. Because he's phenomenally socially competent, from what you understand. He just—it <laughs> it is literally your experience with him is he has an unerring ability to talk people into doing what he wants. Not shouldn't work. In, in direct my, contrast to Jonathan. Yeah, my, my experience yeah, with yeah. him was we, that I wanted to punch him in the mouth. <laughs> what's happened? You—you you have no idea. But. Yeah. Hmm. Ahead of us. And so you can wake people or go down to breakfast or get yourself ready or whatever as you like. Being a butler, I'll go down first and make sure everything's arranged and nicely organised, yep. and then I'll go back up and I'll wake up. And there's yep. food for my cat. It, it is all laid out perfectly on the table, all, all perfectly young, but with no one around. Like ghosts have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. 
Oh, wait, Doctor Strange and everybody yeah. else. And you will find in everyone's door that same knife, same note. That's not a way to pass notes. <laughs> I'll carefully remove the note. Uh, the note. Oh, Before yeah. I open the door. This is my poor weak heart. You don't want to give me a fright. The Count certainly has a flair for the dramatic. Well, that means it ends that... Not a good person, are you? Bad person. He eliminates swearing from it. As soon as you have the ten-year-old, has gotten in front of us. Hmm. We must still wait until tonight just to get this game to photograph. Was that part of the deal that we needed to wait until the, the next 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 afternoon? Yeah. Well, no, he, he asked you to stay for the evening, which you have now done. Yeah. But he doesn't seem to be about. Yeah, okay, okay, so we need to find him. We well no, he said he he said he's he's not a day person. He won't be up today, he'll be up tonight. Oh, okay, yep, yep. We should plan our routes then to see if we can maybe cut some time out before the next stop. Yes, but um, we won't actually do, we won't pick the next adventure no, until no, we finish no. that so one. Anyway, people go down, Yeah. Um, have a sumptuous breakfast. You all actually seem to have passed the night restfully and fitfully. Sure. Um, yeah, Pete feels very well rested. <laughs> other than the knives in the doors. Yeah, things, I um, didn't see a knife in my door. No. <laughs> No, I think Bernard's gone around and removed them all. So Bernard had five knives to his inventory. Yeah, it's not like quite nice knives. Presumably it would be poor Matt and poor Paul to steal them. Also, you'd have to carry them weight allowance. Yeah. You know. um, and you all eat breakfast and, and almost as if by magic, like just as you're starting, you're, you're, all, you're all sitting around chatting about what you're going to do next. You're finishing breakfast, you know, oh, just as everyone is hitting that point of I'm full, I want no more, um, there can actually everyone roll me a notice check. Oh, <laughs> Minus two again. Nope. Five. Uh, five. Eight. Four. Four. Uh, so ten minus four is um, six. six. Okay, so everyone who gets past will see... Igor quietly appear from behind the grandfather clock. Like, he literally opens it and moves it aside, mm-hmm. like a secret passage behind it, and moves out very quietly into the hall. And the two of you that don't see this just hear him. As just as you're finishing breakfast, like magic, Igor appears. Mm-hmm. Ah, I hope you have enjoyed your breakfast. The master wishes you to be pleased with your stay. Had a very nice sleep and very nice breakfast. Yes, the breakfast was delicious. Uh, and again, thank you for taking in my dietary requirements. I am most pleased to help Little Mist with. Did you enjoy the blood apple? Jared's been waiting to yeah, yes, yeah. it is an actual fruit. There, there, there is a, Jared's there, been planting that for the last day. Oh, oh, yes. it's, 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 it's a very, very red breed of apple. Yeah, it was in fact delicious, but, but you didn't know that's what it was. Oh, yes, it was very delicious. And quite a nice colour, shade of red. They are one of the few things that will grow around here. Oh, is the soil not very good? No. There are many 
dark, dead things in the forest. In any event, the master will, the master is resting now, but he bids you wander the grounds outside the manor, if you will, and he will meet you in the salon at noon. Hmm. See your photographic offer through the so he said. So he said noon. No. Oh, sweet. So that's not so far away. It's it's literally like you you had a huge big breakfast. You know, probably three hours or so. At this yeah. Point. Sweet. All right. Well, I suggest we don't wander off by us. Nobody goes off by themselves given the um, opportunities for <laughs> plummeting. <laughs> what say we um, decide what we want to do and go about with each other? Uh, I'd like to see the library of this castle. I was also going to go to the library. I'm sure, sure it has many rare and um, fascinating yep. histories. Ah, yes. You would be most welcome to avail yourself of the master's library. I'd like to go take a look around the grounds. Oh, um, what about you, Doctor? What about you, Doctor Strange? Yeah, some fresh air would be quite lovely. It's a little bit. Is it actually yeah. raining out there? No. It is slightly foggy. Let's take advantage of... Let's see Transylvania when it isn't raining. (laughs) (laughs) So, those of you who are heading up to the library, head up and find this magnificent, you know, giant room full of the five-story-high books that you've got to get on the big sliding ladder and go all the way around. It seems to have everything in there. Um... A bit, you can't really find anything that's been written in like the last hundred years. The section filed under modern is is pre Dickens style <laughs> thing, so it's late seventeenth century literature. But it does have books of English. Yes, it does. Ah, nice. It it has it has literally hundreds of books in hundreds of languages. Uh, quite Latin, quite prominently, not really deadly in the way of ancient Egyptian and Arabic. And things, yeah, surprisingly. Those of you who go out to wander the grounds will find it is it is a little dark out here even in the day. Um, the trees seem to shade the grounds heavily. Um, there are a lot of wolf tracks around, um, and there appear to be a lot of bats resting in various eaves and that kind of thing. That's cool. We've got Doctor Strange. The wolves will be sorry if they mess them <laughs> But but it is actually vaguely pleasant. And I'm so amused that you're all like, no, I don't have my sweater. No, 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 we have got to strike. No, no, I totally do have my sweater. They might be killer trees out here. <laughs> hey, if we've learned anything from this campaign so far, it's that old ladies are badass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you bop around for a couple of hours. And Nothing then bad happens. <laughs> you head back in at noon. Um, you go into the salon. And it is heavily, like, huge, thick red velvet curtains over every single window, blocking out every source of natural light coming into this room. Um, he has to maintain his pale complexion. He has a medical condition. Mm. And the Count is sitting in a big, deep armchair, and sitting there doing this as you come in. He goes, ah, my friends, did you enjoy the grounds? Oh, it was very beautiful. Yes, and, and nice to see some nicer weather. Well, I understand you are in something of a race. Uh, let us get on and take this photograph. I must warn you that I do not photograph particularly well, but over here I think would be very suitable. In front of my mantle, 
with my ancestors. One, two, three <laughs> ancestors. Aww. And there are three paintings up there, of course. And are they all of them? Uh, no, actually, the the two of them appear to be two of them appear to be his mother and father, and one of them is Vlad the Impaler, okay. his most famous forebear. And so, Mara sets up the camera on the tripod and that, and then sets a little timer on it and runs around to get in the frame. And Dracula, of course, lifts his cape up and basically covers all of his face. You're only really seeing these eyes poking out. Hey, as long as it's legitimate, he can sign yeah. it. And there is the flash of the photo. And now. I see absolutely no reason I cannot sign this and send you on your... How strange. It is very rare for me to have one guest, let alone two. Please excuse me a moment. I I think there's only seven. Do you mind if we come along with you, Count? By all means. And we will follow the Count as opposed to letting him go off by himself. (laughs) And... There is an older... That's so suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> we have good reason There is be. an older, stern-looking woman at the door. Uh, the door is, of course, open as you come to it. Yes. She is just coming in and brushing her boot, mud off her boots and things. Um, and she looks Ah, Count, I did not realise you had guests. <laughs> Yes! Five guests! Ah! 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 Six. Point to the cat. Through five guests and one cute little kitty! Ah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, says the woman. Uh, he, she sort of looks at you, you're clearly not in her script at all. Yeah. You are strangers in town? Uh, yeah, we're, we're world travellers. Uh, we're the strange <laughs> expedition. We're just um, staying. And, um, Count has very kindly offered us his, his hospitality for the night. Perhaps you can assist me. Um, if you will not know me, my name is Judge Damarit from Bran. Uh, what is the matter, my dear? Last night, the beast was arrested, and the Count goes even whiter uh, and, and looks shocked. What? And she raises an eyebrow at the rest of you. you have, uh, if you are strangers, you have perhaps not heard of the beast of Bran. It is a hideous thing, sewing together corpse, a monstrosity made by a madman. We have heard of it, haven't we? Because yes. told us about it. Yes, they did. It has... It is said it is alleged to have committed several crimes over the last few years in the area and several surrounding villages. It, last night, it was captured and brought to trial. I will be presiding over it. There are people ready to prosecute against it, but no one who will stand up for the beast to defend him I was hoping that the Count as an interested outsider would do so and the Count looks shifty Uh, that is of course your decision Count I wish only to see justice done 
perhaps we should offer our services. I mean, we're um, a non-affected party, after all. Well, we'd need to um, hear this beast East, um, fellow's story, wouldn't we? Here, if he considers he himself to be innocent of the crime. But um, it seems like um, the sort of thing we could maybe help out with. We've got some very learned people glancing at um, Dr. Strange and Jonathan and with a little bit of a glance at Mara. <laughs> I would be happy to see... She, it, Judge Jammer sort of raises her hands openly and she says, I do not know whether the beast is guilty or not. If it is, fine. Then justice will be done to it. But I do not wish to see a trial by mob in my town. This Phileas Fogg was speaking against the beast. There's something about him I do not like. Good woman. <laughs> it seems like you have sound judgment, ma'am. Uh, I cannot, I, for obvious reasons, I cannot step in here, but if there are those who wish to investigate and speak on the beast's behalf, I think or at least establish his guilt clearly, instead of doing so by, in a trial by mob, I think we'd be very... I think I can speak for Ross when I say we'd be very eager to help anyone persecuted by certain individuals. Yeah, out of character. Mara is no longer, you know, an unbiased party of this. <laughs> yeah, Pete's, Pete's bias has taken a hit. Judge unbiasedness has taken a hit Demer as well. will turn, and I have found what I am looking for. Speak to... You may speak to me in town in an official capacity... I would, you know, speak to me in town in official capacity. I should not really be, I should not, strictly speaking, be here looking for defenders for the beast. But uh, be swift, the trial will begin tomorrow. Yep. And she turns and heads out, and the Count shuts the door. It, well, in fact, the Count goes up to the door behind her, and seems to just raise his hands to it, and the door kind of just drifts shut in a gust of wind mm-hmm. with a bang, and turns around. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, this is not funny at all. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I just told you it wasn't funny. Because <laughs> he's, a, he's a distant cousin to Dr. Herbert from The Simpsons. Yeah, that's the one. So, um, what's the matter? I mean, is, is, the be- uh, is the beast an acquaintance or a friend of yours? You could say that. Ah, he, he sort of turns and runs his hand through his perfectly slick hair. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I have been alone here for so long, I was desperate for some company. Since the living would not come here, I thought I would bring life to this place. A few experiments, a little science, a lightning storm, they are very common in Transylvania. You understand, I was hoping to accomplish something to make myself both a great doctor and a father. The beast is, for all intents and purposes, my son. Does uh, the beast have a normal name, other than what the uh, townsfolk have been calling it? That is what I named him. It was very fitting. When you see him, you will understand, but he has the body of a monster, but the mind of a child, and so whatever they are accusing him of, he is not guilty. Uh, when did you last see the beast? Ah, uh, we had some disagreements. It 
it has been a few years since he has left my home, but I am always here to help him when needed. And he sort of goes to the door, uh, looks out at the sort of sunlight, and sits back. But I do not think that I will incite the town to love him. And um, it's not with your skin condition a daytime trial isn't going to be very suitable for you it would not be ideal no well I'm not saying any man accused by Phineas Fogg of guilt is automatically innocent but it it seems likely and we know the townsfolk are a bit hot under the collar they may have jumped to conclusions there's certainly some nasty things out there in the Transylvanian wilds. It's always possible they've been attacked by something that isn't the beast. They are superstitious fools, ready to listen to any bizarre story written by some travelling Ponzi Englishman. <laughs> so you, well, you, this Ponzi Englishman can be a trial. <laughs> so you met Phineas Fogg last night, did you? Yes. He said nothing to me of this. He and a, he and a small, rabbity-looking German man and a beautiful lady came to my castle. They wanted... His eyes go slightly blank here. A photograph and my signature. I saw no reason not to give it to them. You didn't want them to stay the night as well? I asked them, but Phileas told me he had pressing business in Bran. If only I had known what it was, the scoundrel <laughs> shakes his fist. May all the creatures of the night pursue him across Transylvania. If only I had any control over that. Alright, well, it sounds like um, the thing to do is go down to Bran and speak with the beast ourselves then, maybe. Speaking of the uh, paperwork account, perhaps if you um, finish the signature that you were planning to do, uh, and in return we will uh, defend the sign for you. Yes, I quite agree. Defend my son for me, and then I will sign your paperwork. I see. <laughs> wow. I give you a look. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't make much difference. <laughs> it's which order we do things in. Amanda will give the, the counter a rub in the shoulder to, to try and, and, and see if that makes him feel a little bit... A little bit better. I, 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 is, is she able to do some sort of check to... to talk to him for a moment to make him feel a little bit more calm. Uh, it's, in, it's, it's empathy. Empathy? So can I try that? Yes, you can. Okay. Yes, empathy is the skill to... Um, I got two fives. Psychoanalyze so people will read the five. So you calm him down a bit. He's, he's still obviously in distress and something he's going to pace about for a while. But, um, yeah, but he's, he's not freaking he's, out over yes, He's feeling a bit less impotent given that he's got people here who will actually help him in some fashion. Mm. Oh, that's good. So you you can see, um, regardless of the truth of the matter, he clearly believes that his his son, the Beast, is innocent. Uh-huh. But he might or might not believe that anyway. He, well, he, he, yeah. he clearly has no actual idea whether no, he is. No, he, he has no seen, more evidence than you do. See, yeah. Given that he hasn't seen his son in three years. Mm. Well, tell us more about him. What, he, what may he have been doing which has aroused so much... Uh, Cynicism about his nature. The Count shrugs his soldier slightly. I do not precisely know. I have heard very li- I hear very little in the way of rumour from Brad. Few townsfolk are willing to come here to discuss it. What is what what is his capabilities? 
Like, is he, is he a strong? Oh, he is incredibly strong. He is... Uh, you, you see your big friend here with his strong, delicious-looking neck veins. <laughs> wow. Such a strong, muscular neck. Like the beast is twice as wide, he stands. Twice the, sh- twice the shoulder width of your Mr. Morrison. And a good four or five heads taller. We measured it at one point. <laughs> Igor in the background, you, you can just see him making this little head-shaped gesture like this. <laughs> we got great. five heads and we lined them up. <laughs> Why? Why would you? Why do you make your companions so much larger than yourself? At the time, I had an idea that he would be able to help defend me from any superstitious villagers coming here to do foolish things like plant a stake through my heart. That would be very bad for me, you understand, with my condition of having a heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's eager. anyone who has one is eager to have a stake planted through. is very strong and for the most part he is a good boy if he loses his temper he does not mean to I've only seen it happen once ah ah not ah. twice ah, or ah, perhaps ah. twice or three times <laughs> ah 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 does he have any any particular things that can help him retain to a calm, like does he does he have any possessions that you still have here that he counsels? Sorry, I'm I'm trying to yeah. think of like if he gets if he gets angry and stuff that the, we can. The counselor shakes his head slightly. We do not. The castle, alas, is lacking in teddy bears. That's not really what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. You say he has the mind of a child. Where did you get the child? <laughs> oh my gosh! Butlers <laughs> are supposed to have tact. I was of great assistance for the master in procuring the parts for the beast. The flesh is a simple matter, comparatively speaking, but the mind to bring it to life requires the greatest of science. Ah, fa, fa. <laughs> I, I turn to the Count. Uh, you know, Count, maybe you should think of a name for your son. I mean, if you don't like being called the vampire, he probably doesn't like being called the beast. I suppose that makes a certain kind of sense. You will forgive me, I had only Igor to help me think of these ideas. You are most welcome, Master. Perhaps once this is over... He is like a son to me as well. He has my hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> try not to look at his hands, try not to look at his hands, look at his hands, <laughs> And every eye in the room goes... <laughs> Igor has hands. Igor right? does have, appear to have two functioning hands. Okay, are that's they stitched like, around the wrist? Yes, in fact, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Igor himself is generally kind of grey and mottledy. He doesn't yeah. look like he's dead, precisely, but he doesn't look healthy either. Um, perhaps. Oh, shoot, I'm going to hear one. Um, <laughs> perhaps once this is all over, Myra can help you come up with a suitable name for your son. 
think we might want some air in here. People yeah. are all going to sleep. No, no, no. That's that's just my. Uh, no, it's not. What about Junior? Call him Junior. Good American name. Some of us are things like James. I was thinking more of the light of a wheel. Like a lion? Yeah. James is alright. It's just a sense Anyway, of I think we should focus on the matter at hand here. Yeah, Lee, yeah. I, I, I'm good just to head down to the village, unless people want to ask the count more questions first. Mm. Oh, the questions. <laughs> I have to say I'm impressed that the um, Transylvanian villagers having captured a patchwork monster are going to try him at all. Yeah. yeah I think it's pitchforks and torch. I think the judge is that just that much of a badass. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, considering I mean, well, they've got holy water there to fend off vampires, you'd think that... Well, I mean, <laughs> she's, um, this is a woman who came up to Castle Dracula to seek a character witness. <laughs> okay. So you get in your carriage and head back down the, the road... Again, picking your way around that tree barricade that's set up to stop people getting here. And arrived back at the village where the place is much more stirred up than it was yesterday. Lots of people in the streets. Um, many people it wasn't particularly good look suspiciously at you and fork the evil eye at you as they clearly see you coming from Castle Dracula. Yep. Uh, in all my research, is there anything I can do to waylay their fears? Some crowd control? No, to, like, to prove that we're not vampires or anything. Well, oh, yeah. you, you mean as in like walking around with a cross on your neck style of thing? Yeah. Yes, yes, you can th- there are several things you could do in exactly that ilk. You know, yes. walk around with a cross on your neck, go into the church, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We are out here during the day. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good start. Okay, um, so how about if we visit the beast first? Yep. Yep. Where is the beast? Good question. I suppose we shall have to contact. Um, what was the name? Judge Demerud. Yeah. Demerud. Demerud. Serious-looking older woman. So yes, we will ask the way to the judge's house. Yep. Uh, empathy check for everyone. Yeah, empathy. Nope. Actually, has some of that. Eight. Oh, five. Four, unless it's lies, and it goes that fail. So, anyone who passes this will get um, the, the the people you're asking are actually quite hostily inclined against you. Yeah. They don't. They they may or may not think you were vampires, but they certainly don't like you. Um, however, when you ask your way to the judge. Um, no one is quite prepared to not tell you. <laughs> they, they all seem to take you very seriously, and you're very quickly directed to the courthouse. Um, wherein you go in, um, you will find a few, a few basically watchmen standing around, um, and are very quickly taken to Judge Jamarin's chambers, um, where she is dressed sternly, as you saw her, you know, an hour and a half while ago. She says, ah, Please, come in. Sit. 
I believe um, we would like to interview the beast if he's available. I think that would be an excellent start. There is only so much assistance I can provide you, but it would seem wise to speak to you of Transylvanian law and what will happen next. Naturally. Sounds good. Beast is accused of three crimes. In the swamps of Morass, a village some small distance from here, ten people have disappeared over the last year, killed by the beast. She raises her hands over this. So it is alleged. In the village of Herstag, six children have been murdered over the last year. The village has been abandoned. That's horrible. Can you uh, tell us anything about how this happened? I am unable to assist you in all but the most... in, in anything but matters of protocol and law. You will have to perform your own investigation into the truth of these matters. So there wasn't any, any, um, any there wasn't word spread of how the, the people died? Well, specifically she what she's saying what she's saying is not that she doesn't know, but that she can't help us. Oh, okay. Her role as the judge yeah. is to be an impartial arbiter yeah, of the trial. Reason. She's not so supposed to go around gathering evidence for lawyers, which is yeah, effectively no, what, fine, what we are. There are mm-hmm. many. Yeah, you wanted to be an attorney yeah, for some time, yeah, right, Susan? It's said on the thing. This is the pop horror and investigation module. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, so you are indeed doing doing legal beagle stuff. Yeah. I was trying to remember what um, um, the third crime the beast is accused of is burning down Sanctuary Asylum across the lake from Bran uh, some months ago. Sorry, burning Sanctuary Asylum, a home for the mentally ill, essentially. Were any of these recent? Um, no, these are crimes that have happened more or less over the last year-ish, last, last year or two. Okay, and they've only just called on? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, the Beast is also accused of several other lesser crimes, but I have found the evidence insufficient to bring them to trial. Regardless, these three are serious enough that if he is convicted... He will be placed in the punishing van and burnt until dead. Would these crimes, for him to be sentenced like that, would it have to be all three of the crimes or any one of the three? Uh, you, you're asking whether you need to succeed at proving him innocent in all three? Yeah. Um, it is either he is. Either he is guilt, either he is guilty, or he or he is not. I think it unlikely that there will be these. He will be tried. He will be tried for all three crimes simultaneously, and I will rule on the majority of the evidence. If he's been, if you declare him innocent of these crimes, would he be able to be brought? Forward for these crimes again at a later date, or would that be the end of it? That would be the end of the matter. Already I have dismissed several lesser charges against him. 
Sounds like he's put a, it sounds like the, the, the public's opinion of him is a, a, a bit of a trouble for you. As I say, I do not wish to see this resolved by mob justice. My watchman will be keeping the beast under guard for his own protection as well as the town's. Mm-hmm. This, our system is such that there will be three days of trial, one for each. This yes. is exactly <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yes. One for each crime he is accused of. You will speak on his behalf, bringing any evidence you can bring to light, and Phileas Fogg will speak against the beast, bringing any evidence he has to light. Will there be a chance to uh, examine the witnesses? You may speak to the beast at any time you please. Uh, not, not the uh, oh, when I'm looking was not there. Not the defendants, but if there are any witnesses to his crime, who would be able to talk to those witnesses? You may speak to anyone you wish in the course of your investigation. And next week, I want to So uh, she she gives you the basics of this, um, and I'll give you the the matter of how this is going to work as well. Um, so time is a big time is a big factor here. Uh, tomorrow morning at ten a.m., the first day of trial goes ahead. Uh, in the absence of you being here, no one argues on behalf of the beast. Uh, if you bring forth any evidence, you have to bring it to court before 10 a.m. tomorrow. She has to know what you're going to talk about before you get there. So, so not like Phoenix Wright. Your, your time Can't crunch. Present evidence at the last second. Your time crunch does get somewhat significant because, from what she explains to you, all of these locations are you know a couple of hours away, style of thing. So, to get there, find any evidence, and get back again is going to leave you under a. A moderate time crunch, not a, a impossible one. Um, then, essentially, you're, you're making um, persuasion-style checks against um, Phileas Fogg and Co. Is this going to be a social combat? No, it's actually close to a social chase, because you're right. not trying to wound Fogg, per se. You're trying right. to convince her. Right. So you're trying to accrue more successes. So what's Fogg trying to accomplish? Is there a, is He's a, trying to get the beast persecuted. He, he, as, as far as she all she, can, all she can tell you is that he is um, essentially prosecuting the beast on behalf of the town. The complaint has been brought. He's functionally the lawyer. Mm. So he's going to be arguing for the beast's death. That's good because, well, not why that he's doing it, she either doesn't know or won't tell you. Why is the town allowing an outsider to prosecute? Under our justice system, anyone insufficiently invested in doing so may speak on behalf or against the defendant, and he has the town's support. He is a very persuasive individual. On the plus side, if He's still here doing this. That means, you know, we know where he is. He's not going to get ahead of us. Yeah. Um, until he, until it's finished and then they can leave. Yeah, but that's how we. We can't. We have to go back up to the castle and get the signature and then leave. Yeah, which would put you, like, two hours behind him. Yeah, that's not very significant, assuming the counters, you know, wouldn't have any trouble finding the count the signature. <laughs> Okay. <coughs> so, you look good, Pansy. Anything you need? No, I'm okay. I'm staying awake this time. 
So let's see. It's already do. It's already a little past noon now. Oddly enough, because this is so time significant, I have here a time tracker. Yay! It is at this point 2 p.m. Is effectively day zero. Alright, so we want to go speak to the beast first off before we do anything else. Um, I have further questions. Uh, what time does um, court finish? Uh, Good question. Uh, trial runs, runs for about four hours a day, so it's all about 2pm. And will the um, three cases be presented on the other day? Yes. Yes, so basically investigate them you, you don't have to investigate in that order, but that would be the, the smart way to do and it. we just have to get them the information to her the day before? Uh, before, before 10 o'clock. The trial starts at 10. So she has to Anything she doesn't know before 10 o'clock, you don't yeah. need to present. So she needs to know what we're going to present that day. But it doesn't before. need to be the day before. It can't be at 9.30 you run in a frantic ladder and go, we found this and this and this. Yeah. Okay. Any more questions for the judge? Oh, that's a good question. She she will caution you to uphold the law in your investigations, uh, which, if you ask for some basic points, is is pretty much about what you'd think of it. You know, don't murder slash break the witnesses' legs. You know, break into people's houses, etc., etc. Et you can totally do all that. She just, you know, she she's told you not to. Um, in regards to our. Judicial powers, I'm guessing we'll call it. Yep. Uh, are we able, able to detain people as witnesses? Uh, as in force them to appear as witnesses? Yeah, not, not force them to say anything, but force them to come to court. Um, she, she says you may do so, uh, uh, be it that their testimony will be viewed with suspicion. Okay. Like if you're bringing them there by forcing them to court, then you're going to yeah. be forcing their testimony as well. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. You can flip the light on and hit your back if you want to. Would you like a nice hot chocolate or anything like that? Beautiful? Uh, no. Happy to help you anyway, I can. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. Thank you. Well, I think that's all we need to uh, And if people desire, they can make empathy checks against her to get a read on the judge, effectively. Yeah, that's well. Right here. So, this is one of the trappings of empathy, is you can read people to get their hindrances if they're not... Um, like, if she's got one arm, it's very obvious. You don't need checks to do it. Um, but the, the more mentally style things. Um, so you will pick up, she has been, she, she seems to have been very honest with you about all this, um, but she's got a line of things, you, you actually think she has information that she's deliberately not giving you, and you don't think you're going to be able to make her do it. Uh, one of her hindrances is Val, uphold the law. She, she is as keen as she appears to be about... Um, Essentially, you know, seeing this happens, she she has no investment in seeing the beast declared innocent. She just wants the truth, one way or the other. 
So if you come back and say, well, Cantal Overton says he's guilty, then she's just as happy with that outcome. Yeah, but it's also a case of, even if it's personally damaging for her, if we can prove that he's innocent, she's going to go with that. Correct. Yes. Uh, with the rage, you'll also get... Um, there, there's a sense of embarrassment of her that it's it, it's come to this. Like, she's got to essentially recruit strangers in to stop her town devolving into mob violence. She's got pride. Yes, if you wish to go and see the beast, she will basically... Um, grant you permission, hand you a writ that says you're welcome to do so, and direct you to... Here's, of course, in the jail beneath the Cool. Can house. we get a writ saying we're investigating things... Yes, you can. Um, as, as yep. Not on her behalf, but as lawyers, yes. you know, in his case. Yeah, so it, it doesn't compel and people to advocates. answer your questions in any way, but it at least justifies who the hell you are and what yeah, you're doing um, here. When, when, I mean, I assume the local towns around here aren't any keener on strangers than they are in Bran. We can at least not be just completely random strangers. Is it like a little lawyer's badge? Yes, yes it is. Can I show it to everyone? It is a badge that says defense, defense advocate. I want to show it to everyone. And it has, it, it has the Christian cross on it. And reads in what Susan can read in Latin underneath a, a light against the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Wow, this is awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You are formally charged to see justice, and and she will actually at this point, she says, and she she will actually formally take your oaths to see justice done. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's this there's this flash cartoon that I I watched that was produced by an Australian, and they had a court case around the edge of where the judge was sitting, and lad, and it says, "I like big butts, and I cannot lie." <laughs> <laughs> that's that dog lawyer, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a dog lawyer. And. You are free to do what you want. <coughs> Let's talk to the beast. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, before we go down there, I'm going to point out to the others that um, because these crimes have clearly been committed, in the event that the beast is innocent, ideally we need to find the real guilty party, or people will keep disappearing, mm-hmm. and he'll just get people will keep dying and disappearing, and he'll just get be back in trouble again because he's kind of the obvious suspect. If we're going to clear him, we really need to find the real guilty party. Felix Wright, the horror guy. <laughs> Felix Wright's life I'm, is a I'm, horror. I'm, fe- I'm feeling more like... Um, you, you are, of course, allowed to stand up and shout objection. Don't worry, well... Especially when fog starts. Yeah, yeah objection. <laughs> the prosecuting attorney is a git. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, grounds your relevance. <laughs> I noticed you don't deny my original point. <laughs> my gratitude or lack of therein all. That means not having for the Americans in the group. <laughs> Is not on trial here. He's quite right. He's more of a cad anyway. <laughs> and yet I was able to win y- your lady. <laughs> So there was cheating. You, you, <laughs> I can sense cheating. You walk down to the um, you you walk down to the basement jail. There are basically two watchmen outside, um, essentially armed with blackjacks and crossbows. They don't seem to have anything you'd consider a modern weapon. It's very backwards here. She heard a scary noise. I heard a noise. I'm worried about. The- Daddy's gonna go beat up the noise now. 
You know, we, 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 we teach, we've taught Zoe that she can beat Jared's taught Zoe that she can beat that monster. If monsters can out, you hit them with a sword. That's good hitology, that. Okay, so the guards seem to sort of recoil away from the door somewhat, and they will hand you the burning torch to go into the cell with. Is it dark? Yes, yes it is. There are no lights. I'll, I'll hold your hand. Okay. I'll, I'll put out a lantern. Yeah, I'm getting out my lantern. Um, that should be plenty. Yeah, don't need the burning torch. The, the, it is literally, um, you walk further down the corridor, and it takes you through to... Literally a jail cell, classic metal bars around, all around. Um, and inside, there's this figure hunched over in the corner, enormous, that raises its hand against the light. Um, and you see a thing. Frankenstein! Um, it, it is indeed a Frankensteinian monster. It is very clearly a stitched together. Piece, a stitched together pile of corpses. Um, pile of corpses? Pile of corpse pieces? Pile or? of corpse pieces. Yeah. As in it's stitched together from multiple different corpses. Yep. Um, its hands are about normal human size. Um, but its feet are enormous. It's not superhumanly large. It's merely, you know, sort of eight and a half feet tall and incredibly broad across. I took all the large pieces and put them all together. Um, its flesh is grey and mottled. It has stitching sort of straight across down the down the middle of its face. It has no eyes at all. Um, they are just sewn shut, basically. Right. Yikes. Um, the rest of it wasn't so bad, but that's a bit creepy. It is it is wearing pants and big, heavy, iron short boots, but no shirt on. You can see several bits of patchworking across its dead skin. Um, and it is actually really quite disturbing to look at. Uh, can everyone give me a fear check? That's a uh, spirit? Yep. Pass. Pass. Uh, pass. It's not bad if you roll on the wi- one on the wild dice, right? It's on the spirit dice. Correct. Yep. I um I got a ten. Pass and threes. Yes. Pass and threes. Okay. So your your first instinct is sort of recoil away from this thing. It doesn't smell, thankfully, but it is quite disturbing. You can certainly see why the guardsmen are looking worried and sort of disgusted. But if you have any urge to scream or run away or throw rocks at it, you suppress that quite successfully. Um, and the creature raises its hand against the light and then stays hunched up in the darkness in the back corner of the cell away from you. So it can see if it's frightened of the light in spite of its eyes being stitched shut. Apparently. Hello? Uh, who are you? I'm Mara. You little me shambles up and, and at this point shambles up and literally bends itself over so it's not hitting the ceiling of the cell that it's in. Me big. Yeah. You little. Yes. Do come closer and, and sit here before the bars. We wish to 
We wish to talk to you. It shambles forward. Does he sit in front of the bars? He does indeed. He sits down, basically splats, sort of hunched slightly awkwardly in a position the GM isn't going to do it for extended periods of time. I'll do a quick heel check. Yep. Um, I'd like to see what condition he's in. Well, there's a few things that strike you as alarming about his condition. For starters, he's not breathing. Yeah. Um, secondly, he has no eyes. Yeah. Um, for, for all intents and purposes, he appears to be dead. Mm. This doesn't seem to trouble him overly. He's got big bolts in his neck, of course, as well, mm. the classic Frankensteinian bolts. Um, he, he appears to be completely unmarked by... Uh, that's not quite true. Uh, he appears to be completely unmarked by any recent wounds, put mm. it that way. He's, okay. he's got lots of stitch marks and surgery. You does can see. Seem, does he move like he's in physical distress? Not really. The cell is a little too small for him, and he's mm. hunched. But his his sort of hunched and, and uh, suppressed attitude seems to be mental rather than physical. He doesn't mm. seem to be in any pain. Okay, that's good to hear. So but yeah, first conclusion is you look at him. Right, he's not breathing. Okay, let's put that in the back <laughs> of my mind and assume that's normal. Continue <laughs> interacting with him. What's your name? Name? I'm Nara. This is Pete. This is Bernard. This is Jonathan. And this is Doctor Strange. Amanda. And I won't call her Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Tommy. I don't like him. He's ugly. Be kind, oh, Thomas. Kitty. The hand kind of comes out towards the bar, the big finger comes through the bars, and Thomas <laughs> runs away. Oh, Thomas, come back here. He just, yeah, just sort of hides behind you. It's the big <laughs> I'll, I'll give him kettles uh, behind my back. Names. They call me Beast. Do you like that as a name? Or would you prefer a different name? He shrugs his shoulders in this big elaborate rolling gesture, and you hear the click of bones and grinding metal as it happens. <laughs> All names I ever have is title like Count or Judge. You Mara, you girl. I just a beast. I'm going to call you Big B. Big B? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you need a day. Big B suits you. Because you're, you're big. I am big. He looks a little happier. <laughs> Do you know why you're in here? Did the judge tell you? Uh, he, he looks a bit confused and kind of scratches his head with one enormous... His fingers like huge sausage jobbies. Want, despite, I thought it was normal hands and big feet. Uh, they're, they're, they're normal hands relative to a big man. So he's got like the hands of someone the size of Pete. 
Yeah. But relative to him, they're quite oh, small. Okay. So he's like an eight foot tall guy. Imagine, he's got imagine hands it. relative to being an eight foot tall guy and feet that no, are no, bigger no, relative than that. to yeah. your size. Yeah, yeah. it's a relative yeah. to a six foot man. Imagine, imagine a gorilla with you know weight, a weightlifter's hands. Mm. You know they're they're big, but they're too small for the gorilla. Right, I see. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, his hands are like about your size. Yeah, You're from some strong man. I'm Almost like they cut them off your wrist. Oh my god! I, that was the notice chick I found. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to show Everyone could stop being horrible. <laughs> well, we all failed a notice check. Maybe we should check our kidneys. I liked my kidneys where they were. He looks slightly confused with. Was somewhere. Judge, the lady says I done bad. There's some bad things that have been happening nearby. Some people got killed, and some people went missing. And there was a fire. Um, there, there are the, the, some people in the village think you did it, and there's an argument about whether you did it or not. We're supposed to be here to find out what happened and tell if you didn't do it, we're going to tell them that you didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't hurt anybody. Did not, not, big B not hurt anyone. Okay, empathy check? Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, single success unless he's lying, which is actually extremely relevant here. So, irony. Got a five. Oh, what? <laughs> you, you use the Frankenstein's monster, are you? <laughs> okay, so anyone who gets a success on this gets further information from the GM. Uh, you don't think he's lying about any of this. Um, with a raise, actually, with a success, you will get. He's he's quite confused. He has a vague enough understanding of what's going on that people have said he did bad things and now they're going to judge him in some fashion for it. Um, shame, shame. Bernard in particular, you will pick up, when you start talking about the multiple different crimes, the swamps and the fire and all this, he just starts getting confused. You're throwing too many concepts at him at once. Um, and, and he just sort of falls back to didn't do nothing kind of thing. What have you been doing in the last few days before they got you here? Uh, he, he also appears to be quite legitimately confused as to how he got here. Mm-hmm. Like the circumstances of his actual arrest. Uh, Big B live in woods. Find friends in woods. Then in town in jail. Who were the friends in the woods? Ah, little friend, Thumper, small, furry, big ears. (laughs) Uh, Is Thumper a rabbit? Ah, rabbit! (laughs) Ha 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 ha! Okay, so um, 
what I'm looking for with the empathy check, yep. you know, which Bernard got a reasonably good success on with the success in the race, um, is I was asking if he hurt people because if he's if he's saying he didn't like, we don't have to worry so much about um, where he was necessarily. If he hasn't, hurt, if he says he hasn't hurt people, and we believe he's not lying. Yeah, he's not the he's not the one what done it. So yeah, I he think. he says he hasn't hurt people. Yeah. You think he's telling you the truth, right? How long ago were we? Was the um, ten people disappeared by a swamp crime? Uh, over the last course of the last year, not all at the same time, as far as you were led to understand. Have you been to the swamp? Uh, swamp. Yes. 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 Swamp. You stay there long. Gooey, wet. But uh, you're you're pick, sort of picking up at this point that time is kind of an elastic concept to him. He probably draws the distinction between a few days ago versus several months ago. But in terms of what did you do yesterday versus what did you do last week, it's going to be mostly lost. This is, uh, swamp. Ha <laughs> ha Swamp. Muddy. Not go to swamp. Fall in. Too heavy. Swim away. So you 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 came then left. Too heavy. Go under. Bubbles up Big B's nose. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you didn't stay in the swamp for very long. Like woods better. Nice cave to live in. Little flying friends make eh, eh, eh noise. Bats? Bats. I mean, don't you dare. <laughs> You're thinking he might have inherited his father's <laughs> gift for counting. More than one bat. <laughs> More than one bat. Um. Now I say. Ah, hoo ha! Huh? <laughs> yes, that's that's what I was going to ask. Um, do you remember the count? You used to live in his castle. And everyone make me an empathy check. Amazing ability to tell lies. Oh, okay, I, I fail. Uh-huh. No, no, he he made well yes, It's very possible you don't. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I've got a two, so yeah, but he made penalties. Would be stupid. Uh, that would be a net total of one. Okay, <laughs> even with my sucker ability, I still perceive as a lie. So, wow. <laughs> he endeavours to be evasive about this, by which I mean he puts his hand up over his face and turns away from the question <laughs> and goes, Is that Don't no count, man. Uh, <laughs> he is. Obviously lying. <laughs> now, come on, Big B. I think you do know. Look, we need to. We're trying to help you here. We, if we're going to help you, we need to know the truth. Persuasion. Do you yeah. want to just just tell him? Anyone who's trying to get this information out of him? Well, I could certainly use an assist. <laughs> I am um, one shy of a single success. I have a. Okay. Uh, Shh. Shh. 
in, in a huge loud shh that blows the yeah. here. People do it too. Count in castle. Dracula is father. But beast and father fight. Big B leaves to go find new friends. Father tells him not to. Go to village. Find friend. Tell friend I come from Castle Dracula. He points vaguely at the sky. Friend scream, run away. Next friend scream and run away too. Big B not tell people about Count anymore. You know scream and run away? Oh. Oh, what did you and the Count fight about? He's also, he, he he's, is actually, if, if his body language so, wasn't so obvious, he would be partially hard to read because his face is kind of paralyzed and stuck in a way yeah. I really can't do. He's got that kind of two-faced thing going on. Yeah. Wanted to go find friends. Told father we should make friends in village. Father says I too young, not no good. Makes sense. I think he was just worried for you. Mm. Me. I I take his ha- one of his hands. Yeah, <laughs> there's a reach to the bars. Yeah. Take one of the hands. <laughs> it's it's the little air. The. Uh-huh. You remember how the villagers reacted? You said you're from Castle Dracula. Uh, your father knew that would happen and he didn't want your feelings hurt that's why he said not to go down to the village big big feeling sad well that's alright once this is over you can have a nice talk with your dad we can take we can take you back there after all this is over if you want to go. What happened now? Friends help Big B? Of course. Yes. We'll find a way to help you. We just need to go find out some stuff about... There must be something nasty out there that's attacking people, seeing you didn't do it. We just need to go find out what it is. Have... Question. Mm-hmm. He looks kind of... Does fire hurt? Yeah, fire can hurt. If you touch it. Yeah, that uh, context that you may have missed was Joe Dameron was talking about burning him. Yeah, yeah no, I didn't, no, I didn't miss that. Yeah. yeah. We'll find a way to make sure that doesn't happen. And people will come up to the bars, take the other massive hand, yeah. um, which is, you know, it's not quite the... We'll find a way to make sure that doesn't happen. It's much less cartoonish with you. Then. Yeah, Whoa. I promise. I promise. Uh, he, he thinks like he's stretching for it. Thank Ooh. Um, which trials first? 
the ten people disappeared. Ten people have disappeared from the swamps of Morass. Okay, so he says ten a.m. tomorrow. It's so he wasn't he wasn't at the swamps. He so says he, he wasn't at the swamps. Yeah, yeah, so we need to we need to. Well, he was at the swamp, and then he discovered he didn't want yeah, to be at the swamp. Yeah, so we need to live in the we need to prove that he doesn't. He never went to the swamp. No, he did go to the swamp. What we have to prove is he didn't live in the swamps. Yeah, because yeah, it was over a period yeah. of the year. Anyway, what we should do is talk about our next move. Is there anything people can want to ask the beast the before? Can you describe the cave that you lived in? Ugh. Walls made of rock, not bars like this. He dunk, dunk, dunks on them slightly. Ugh. Dry wind rain. Lots of trees. <laughs> uh, what I'm looking for is a, is a description of where the cave is. Yes, yes yeah, I understand what you're looking for. You're talking to a talk uh, Near water? Uh, no. No? Water far. Near town? Uh, town not like Big B. Near road? People on road not like Big B. You come out and wave and they shout, Yah, yah! And horses run away. Pete will will give a friendly hand clasp to the big hand he is holding. This is kind of understandable because literally your first reaction upon running into him is make a fear check. Yeah, yeah. And this is, you're, you're sort of getting the impression this is probably the longest conversation anyone's ever had with him, excluding oh, the cow. Uh, he can join the Crooked Kin. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, just thinking that myself, but I thought, wouldn't the Count want him back, though? Well, I think that he could go back and visit the Count, but I think yeah. he wants more people around him. And if he joins up with the Crooked Kin, they're certainly going to, you know, be the right sort of crowd to hang out with. Certainly yeah. a possibility. Yeah. Your understanding is they're due in town at some point tomorrow to... Hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, I point. thought they were due in town yesterday. We yeah. should introduce them at the very uh, they, they were coming behind you, so they're probably due... If you, you certainly haven't seen them in town thus far, so they're due any time from now. Yeah. Okay. All right, so does anyone want to ask him more questions? Because I think we need to... Yeah, I think we need to... Yeah, uh, you, you can also take the impression... Bernard, that he's not going to volunteer information to you, less because he doesn't want to help you, and more because he has no real idea what to do with this. If you ask him the right question, he'll probably give you an honest answer. But if we find out more information, we can always come back and ask him more questions yeah, later. It's just for time. One small question: did, When you visited the swamp that one time, did you see anybody else there? Ah, people in swamp. Big B not go near them. Did they see you? <laughs> wow. He should find a different way of shrugging. <laughs> Did you see anything else that would try to hurt people? Like singing trees? Singing trees? Sounds pretty. Pretty dangerous. Pretty dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I have a toddler. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what that's what I'm laughing at. The um the key aspect is when you question small child children, they give you back whatever you tell them, regardless of um, the, 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 the problem. comprehension. Yeah. 
Oh well, I think that's about it. Yep. So we will say goodbye and tell him we'll be back soon. How yeah. long would it take to do an empathy check to calm him down a little bit, make him feel a little bit better? You've pretty much already done it. Okay, yeah. cool. Sweet. Alright, so... Okay, see you later. Shuffles back over his corner, pops back down. Is yep. he a little bit more happier this time, though? Uh, it, he, he doesn't have a facial expression that seems like a smile. He's kind of stuck in this vaguely Joker-esque leer, but, but mm-hmm. that's your impression from what he's saying. Yeah. Okay, so we will, you know, say good... I would like to say goodbye to the guards and yep. hole up in a corner somewhere where we can have a private conversation. Yeah, trivial to do, do so. Uh, there is, in fact, a Defender Advocates room Sweet. in the courthouse that you can go to. We will go hole up in the... Uh, yes, it's the one you got from the locals. It's got a picture of some trees drawn on it, and Bran is here. Yeah. Okay, so we don't know where the swamp is. Alright, so... I uh, will... You, you will actually have these places on your map, albeit in the same way. Morast over here, Herstag over here. Swamp over here. So once we hold up in the room, I will say, Alright, that... Go- if we can't... If we don't win at trial, if Phineas cheats, we can't find any actual evidence... I'm going to break him out of this jail. I agree. Ooh, somewhere Judge Dameron's law senses tingle. <laughs> yep. They will not be allowed back it's in the law brand. versus justice. Yeah. And, and you will know, having made the empathy check on her, she will oppose that with every force she has available to her. Uh, yeah, I, I, I completely accept her position, but I'm not letting that guy get burned alive. Aww. There is no way he hurt anybody because he is too dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's what they said about Pete. <laughs> what? Well, I can see what um, Count Dracula meant. He's got the he's got the mind of a child. Hmm. I don't. I, I just don't. I, I mean, I'm sure he could um, be dangerous if he lost his temper, given the size he is. But he's just. I don't think he's. I don't think he's capable of doing a whole bunch of murders over a period no. of years. He'd be caught after the first one. He's, he's not capable of subterfuge. No. There's some nasty beastie out there eating people. I just don't know if we've got enough time to find the damn things. Or a nasty group. Yeah. Uh, After all, fog is here. Yeah, but we know we're for... Food goes in. You think it's the Thor Society? I can certainly believe some of Fog's confederates, but we know it can't be false because we know where he was. No, and he hasn't been in Transylvania in. murdering people personally for the last year. No, but I certainly wouldn't put it past him. Alright, I've asked. He doesn't eat. Right. Yeah, yeah, lo- looking at him based on your healing role, you're guessing that he has no real need to because yeah, like, but his does stomach he want doesn't to? function. Does he, he, he want to? He says no. Okay, so he doesn't want to eat and he doesn't need food. Okay, so, so continuing no with what Adam was in the middle of saying. Yeah. Again. Um... No, I've lost it. Continue. What's Fog's angle? The question you were asking. Yeah, yeah, something about the Sorcerer Society, but I've lost it now. Uh, well, I think that I mean I could be wrong, but my guess would be about what Fog wants all about. All this is glory. Hmm. If, if he's savior of Bran, yeah, savior of Transylvania. Yeah, he wants to get credit and being the kind of guy he is, he probably he doesn't care even a little bit about whether the guy he's found is actually guilty of the murders. Uh, the other thing is, is maybe they want to capture Frank- the Frankenstein's monster and use it uh, for full stuff, because they are creating life out of parts. Well, I suppose they could um, potentially fake his death if he's judged and tried and so on, and then 
somebody makes lots of yell, loud yelling noises when they set the um, creepy thing on fire. Yeah, you, you can pretty much intuit if, if you don't remember. There was the enormous hollow wind yeah, statue no, no, in the middle of town. A, but presumably it would be possible to spirit somebody out of town and then the fake execute them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you would yeah. burn whatever. And, and yeah. That sounds a little bit more plausible than, than Pride because he's got the, the race on the line. He could have just left. He didn't have to do this. Although... I mean, I've only known Get Face for <laughs> He's just a dick. I've only known in, in him for a short period of time. But in that time, I've uh, come to assess that he's not a man who's going to let pr- mere practicality get in the way of his immense ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he wants to win this race. So yes, but he also, he want, the reason he wants to win this race is he wants fame and glory in that. So and I think that he sees an option. This will give him glory. Yeah. But as to what Maxwell, what that creepy Maxwell guy wants, it seems like maybe what he wants is the monster. What he wants is the beast. I, I wouldn't doubt it if he wanted the monster. What does the girl want? That isn't, that's an excellent question, and Pete would be a happier man if he yeah. knew the answer. Especially if it was, was it what she doesn't want is fog. <laughs> Well, I know that. I know she can't really want fog. I mean, have you seen fog? <laughs> All right. Um, so the thing is now how we can possibly, like, it's a couple of hours out to this, like, like if we focus on the swamp, it's ten people have disappeared in the vicinity of the swamp. Yeah, the over, over the course of the last year, you've been told. Yeah. We need so, to find out what happened to the bottom. Oh, no, because they disappeared. So and and disappeared. Yeah. yeah. So we... Even if we if we travel out to the swamp now, we've got a couple of days hours to get out there, which means we're going to be poking around in the dark trying to pick up some kind of trail of what happened to them. What's the time and, and then we've got to get uh, back here yes. by ten o'clock tomorrow. It is pa- just passing two p.m. two in the afternoon. I think we should. I think we should. It will still be afternoon. A few hours away, so by the time you arrive, it's sort of five o'clock ish. So it'll still be late afternoon. I think we should split up. We should have people canvassing the town, looking for people who've witnessed this, because somebody must have seen something to bring these charges forth. And some other people would go look around the swamp. That way, if one's a boast, we've got the other one to fall back on. It's like it's set up in such a way that you have to do your adventuring in Transylvania at night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I, think, I think we should um, go out to the swamp as a team if we're going to split up, split up there. Uh, well, the, the swamp has people at the swamp. Yeah. Because uh, he mentioned that there were people there, and then he got went into the, the, the swamp, and he got buried into it and then left, because yeah, it was like, that sucked. He, but by the sounds of it, he was only there for a very short time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's people there. They'll no, be no, the you're not listening. He may have only been there for, like, a night or two, in which case... He doesn't know. There may not be people actually living near there. But the thing is, whatever... Assuming Big B is instant, and I think there's no one here who really doubts that, something made... Some people think out of that swamp made ten people vanish, and it's most likely still there. I don't think it's very smart to send half of us out to go poking around in the swamp looking at for it. Aside from anything else, Big B fell in the swamp and nearly drowned. Yeah, uh, we've had some experience with the quicksand style things. Swamps are actually kind of perilous as it is. I can see the virtue of dividing our forces, but I'm really concerned about only having a couple of us poke around, particularly considering 
Jonathan's probably the only one who has much chance of waiting around in that kind of environment and not getting lost. On the other hand, maybe it is... We could... I, I, I just think... I mean, there might be prosecution witnesses here, but they're presumably not going to be telling the truth. Yeah, um, and the other thing is, is, are they here or are they in another town? And then spread the rumours. They've seen him and they I mean, how much evidence do they really need to present at trial? I mean, the, isn't the prosecution's case going to revolve largely around creepy Frankensteinian monster pro- must kill people? I mean, you only have to look at him. I imagine that there will be folks uh, way of doing things, but that... What was his name? Maxwell? Maxwell Von Braun. Husband Von Braun would be... Husband no chance of failure. Alright. Like well, I'm going to speaks to my husband. I'm going to suggest that we, that Jonathan and I at least go out to the swamp because Jonathan can help navigate yeah. around the swamp, and I can beat up things with my wrench. Mm-hmm. And we see if we can find some kind of people-eating monster. I'd like to come along just in case if it's an occult creature. That does seem reasonable. Um, Thomas can take along as well. Of course. Um, <laughs> no, we'll send Thomas off to do his own investigation. Yeah. So <laughs> Thomas has become unreliable slightly. At that point, um, I think if you and Bernard wanted to stay in town and ask some questions and see if you can find things out, you, that might be another. There might be things that people in town know about these cases, and that would provide us with a backstop if we can't find anything. I mean, it will. I think the three, the three of us together will probably be relatively okay. And with any luck, or two of you won't get into any trouble. So, um, just one to bring up is basically if people want um, background information on these locations you are going to, i.e., do a bunch of people live there, what sort of community is it, etc., 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 you could gather that with streetwise checks. Um, would that take significant amounts of time? No, because uh, you don't you've have this. That gives you a bonus. It doesn't um, make it faster. You've got the Crooked Kin there who will give you a bonus to streetwise checks. Um, for this sort of thing, however, you can just tag one of their tags they've given you and say they told that. Like, they haven't told you about, you know, the crimes that happened in Morast and here's the truth behind it. But, oh, Morast is a swamp that looks like yay, blah, and wiggly. Yeah. You know, here's the the basic info dump. Yeah. So, how long does a streetwise check take? A fine question. Let me look it up in my book. Or looking. I like Scottish holes. <laughs> Except you don't want to be a Scottish holes. No, that's nice and simple. Uh, it it literally depends what you're trying to find out. Um, if you're trying to find out basics of um you know, hey, buddy, what's in Morast? It's not terribly difficult. Cool. Alright, so I think that's... Talk, you, you know, you're probably talking 15 minutes by the time you go around and ask half a dozen different people. In terms of, excuse me, what specifically happened in Morast and what's the background to this and blah, blah, yeah. blah, that's the getting into you spend a couple of hours gathering information stuff. So, proposal is... We all spend 15 minutes gathering general information on Morast, and I'm going to suggest don't use the Crooked Kin intel for that, because that's easy. And then uh, You can use that after the fact. Yeah. yeah, and then while we go off and head swamp woods, 
if Bernard and Mara want to stay in town and get the more difficult what really happened in Rast um, check, they can use the Crook of Kin for that to give them a bonus. Yep. And actually put the time in. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah, streetwise. So, is everyone so making their own separate streetwise checks? You all basically wander around town asking. Yeah, a bit. streetwise. D four. Maybe if you assist, <laughs> you just assume you'll fail and give yeah. up. Yeah, uh, D four plus two plus two for the uh, bonus. We're not so using the. We're not using the bonus. Yeah. Okay, so D four plus two. Oh, so two. Sorry, give me a second. So. What for my streetwise check, which is a bit different because I've got my charisma bonus on top of my penalty, so it's a D4. Yeah, so if you're untrained in it, but you have a bonus, then it's a D4. Yeah. It's D4 minus 2 plus 2. Yep. So. I've got a D4 as well. Okay, well, we'll, you and me will, yeah, just do it separately then. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. Woohoo! My dice exploded. I get a single success. Five. Five. Um, I had three explosions and a two. Yep. Best of so the tables. Three fours, a twelve, fourteen. Success and two raises. Nice. To find out about Morast. I, I'm a sweet old lady. Oh yeah. <laughs> With a kitty cat that's not black. <laughs> so <laughs> no way an evil witch. <laughs> yep. No way an evil witch. Okay. Uh, you will be able to find out. Um, Fairly rapidly, you basically look around, look, I think, for the, for the older people in town, the kind who know all the background, they're happy to just kind of chew your ear kind of thing. Yeah, um, like me. And, and approach them in a somewhat personable manner and say, you know, hi, I'm I, you know, I'm looking for Morast, you know, according to my map, it's over here, what can you tell me about it, style of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and you get told that um, Morast is, in fact, a village. Um, Bran is the biggest village in these parts, but Morast is sort of a village of a good hundred people. Mm. Um, that they are a community built around the swamp, um, and their main sort of source of economic activity actually involves the crocodiles that live in the swamp. Okay. Uh, what they call blood caiman, which are these red-skinned crocodile, crocodile-style creatures. Um, the people of the brand described the people of Morast as being backwards, which um, wow. The descriptor you get is kind of their their you've seen Inti- Ava- you've Inti- seen Inti- Avatar yeah they're the hillbillies from Avatar that live in the swamp. So they live in huts, but they farm crocodiles. That makes you happy. I hated those guys. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I guess now I finally find out where they put them in the episode. <laughs> I think they have to be in there for somebody, and apparently it was you. <laughs> You're the problem. <laughs> yeah, your oh, wow. are shiny crocodiles. All right. Shiny, shiny. First off, if we're looking for a mystery of how come ten people disappeared in the, over the last year or so in the crocodile-infested swamp, um, I think... And you, some, some of the stuff that, that you... Some of the stuff... Um, they basically suggest go and ask the locals and morass for more information. But one thing you will be able to discover is basically um, ten people have disappeared from there over the last year, which is what the Beast is on trial for. Um, the reason he's on trial for it is because the citizens of Morast proudly claim about three months ago they banded together and drove the Beast off, right. solving their problem, and no more people have gone missing since then. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Which doesn't match with what the Beast has told you. So. Yeah. So, proposal. 
but but you're pretty sure something of that ilk must have happened because you have multiple witnesses swearing that a mob got together and drove it off. So it's entirely possible a mob did drive the beast off. I mean, we didn't specifically ask him if he was driven off by a mob. Well, well for all... He's saw people, but didn't... It doesn't fit particularly well with what he told us about, but he might well have had a different incident where he got driven off and just not told us about it. That does either that or they drove off something else. Yeah, there's a question I want to ask, but it's out of character. Yeah. Um, so the my proposal, though, is given that there's a community up in Moreau, rather than spending a lot of time question Moras, rather than spending a lot of time questioning the people around here, why don't we all go up to Moras and you guys can poke around the town while we poke around the swamp? There's probably more information up there about what happened with the people. Yeah. Can we clarify with? The person that we found out, um, none of the ten people that went missing were from Brain specifically. They're no, actually all no. town people. Yeah. It's a it's a crime that has happened in Morast. Um, if you're wondering why it's been tried in Bran, it's because basically this is the place that actually has a judge in a courthouse. Yeah, that makes sense. This is the big city for them. It's just te- terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Technically speaking, of the three crimes he's been charged with, none of them have actually taken place in Morast. <laughs> yeah. Get it in your mouth, Mr. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do people think about that? All head up to yeah, all head up to Morast is our next move. Sounds good. Yep. Okay. So you get back in the carriage. Yeah, up to Morast. Yes. Um, so this will take you three hours there. Um, <coughs> oh, um, one more question, which I would have asked slightly earlier in the proceeding. Yeah. Um, say we, you know, come up with some brilliant evidence and we're asked to make it back to Transylvania, make it back to Bran just in time for the trial. Yep. Presumably sleeping isn't going to be a big part of our act regimen. I, in um, fact, have rules here for sleeping. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, um, we do the trial, and then we need to go get intelligence for the next day's trial. Yeah. Um, when does the trial part finish? Um, like when will the when does the trial recess for the day? Two two o'clock. Sweet. So, so it o'clock. runs for four hours from ten to two. Sweet, and then we've got. And some then time. tomorrow afternoon, you've got essentially till ten the next morning to do whatever the hell you like. Cool. So we are potentially running into trouble with running out of time for investigating the later cases, but we at least have the same amount of time we've got here, like Correct. one day to run around and do Correct. emergency investigation. Okay, let's go. All right. So. If you wish to um, arrive there faster, you can make a driving check to try and spar the horses on Bart. Yep, I'm listening. Um, you run the risk. You, you can just go there mundanely, where you don't roll any checks at all, or you can roll the checks and run the risk of failing them, at which point you drive the horses too hard and have to stop and walk them style of thing. I think we probably and fumbling as you drive them off the road in your hurry style. I, I think we're probably better to get there reliably. How much time would it shave off if we're going really fast? An hour. I don't think it's worth it. We could potentially lose another two or three if we... And by that point, everyone's gone to bed and you guys don't have anyone you can talk to. Fair enough. Okay. To Marast? Yep. I am, however, thinking Crocodile Cove Cult. Well, it's certainly possible. I'm thinking Crocodiles. Okay. Uh, You have... Among yeah, other like things, with, with Doctor Strange's information gathering, gotten relatively good um, directions there. There is 
sort of a road. It yeah. just kind of disappears at various points. Uh, can you make me a survival check at plus two? Yes. Yes, I can. Which is actually relevant, because if you're not trained in survival, then you're suddenly all in people. Oh, yes. Okay. Explodium. Ten. Ten plus four. You have good directions. You have absolutely no trouble arriving and not getting lost and bogged down in quicksand and all of that sort of thing. Thank goodness we've got people with survival in the group. Oh. One person. Yeah. Going through that pyramid with no survival. And... You you arrive on the outskirts of a community that appears to be basically a, a string of mud and branch huts built around the edges of the swamp. Um, there are... It is 5pm at this stage. Um, sorry. It's 6 p.m. We, we didn't have too much trouble going through the pyramid without survival. We were okay. Um, well, no, we, we, went, through, we, we, we went, went through with survival. survival. And dark is just falling on morass. Um, and you will see several people are poling big flat raft style boats back in from the swamp. The, the hut is, the, the town is abuzz with activity when you arrive. Well, <laughs> um, it's like the nightclub. Most of them are shirtless and muddy. Yep. Well, you wouldn't want to be wearing clothes in the swamp. Is the question? Yep. Is the carriage comfortable enough that people could sleep in it? I do. do I believe it or not, I have rules for this as well. See. <laughs> um, so, if you're interested, yes, um, you need six hours of six hours of you know consecutive sleep, um, or you end up making vigor rolls that get progressively yeah. harder the less you sleep. Um, you get fatigued as a consequence of failing them. Um, a carrot provides enough room for two people to nap inside, assuming that they can make vigor checks to sleep through going da dung da dung da dung as they go. Yeah. Um, you'll then have to put the other two people somewhere. Yeah. The, the extra person somewhere, however. Yeah. Which is not terribly difficult on the roof or yeah. on the horse or whatever. Yeah, Doctor Strange and Bernard could sleep in the carriage. Mara could ride on the roof with Jonathan and Nick. And at the point where you pack more people in, they can kind of lean on each other's shoulders and catch a bit of zizz, but it's not the same as having a good, yeah. restful sleep. You probably do want a bit of sleep before the um, trial. Oh, we can manage it, sure. I'm, I'm not going to say that you have to have exactly six hours all in a row style thing, you just can't go, yeah, we take a minute off in reality yeah, sleep yeah. style of thing. Alright, so... Clara's already tired. Do we want to head into the swamp? Yeah, yeah. Not well, into it. And the people see you, it. assuming you just rock up in yeah. your carriage. You yeah. And they uh, go up and point. Yeah, look at all this modern technology. <laughs> yeah. Dang, Dang Jethro, yeah. they got a carriage. <laughs> well, they're carriage. newfangled wheel boats. <laughs> Bam. Two horses at a time. What is he the next? Okay, and what's your intent here? Uh... Talk to the villagers. Uh, head, head to the swamp and try and pick up the trail of any kind of beast, people eating beastie. So, keep the party together? Or? No, the, the, plan um, was to, the, the plan we talked still about with that, was cool. to split up. I mean, we yep. can change our minds. But no, 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 I'm just making sure. Would you want to um, talk to the people of the village 
first, so you'd be aware about some of the swamp you were looking at? Well, you're talking about a three-hour gather information check. Three-hour? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you want to go around and talk to people in the village, that's to, to gather a wide variety of information as opposed to just ask the first guy you meet, hey, what's happening? Um, which is kind of useless because he just gives you whatever the fuck he thinks as opposed to multiple sources. Then you're talk- looking at spending a couple of hours on a streetwise check. That's why I thought some people could do it while other people went into the swamp to gather intelligence because we don't exactly have yeah, time. Yeah. We don't have exactly have endless amounts of time. No. However, I guess the important question here is: Is either of you actually any good at gathering information? Just streetwise. I've got a D four or not? No, I'm asking these two as well. Yeah, D four. Right. Well, I'm useless. Um, has yeah. anyone actually got a better than D4? And Jonathan isn't very good either because no, he's I'm got those ship, ship guys, so we'd be useless at helping. Dr. Strange, what's your streetwise? I said D4. Alright, sorry, I didn't hear that. No, that's oh, fine. Uh, Alright, so you guys are tragically our best gather intelligence people, so I don't think there's any harm in you doing it. I mean, we can do... I mean, the other option, it's like 5 o'clock now, we could spend a couple of hours gathering information because these are the only couple of hours we're going to be able to spend gathering information, yeah. realistically. Everyone is going to have gone to bed soon. Yeah. Um, so, we could gather information from 5 to 8 style of thing and head out onto the swamp from 8 to 10. I'm merely There's concerned... There's nothing stopping you going door-knocking at night. I'm just, yeah, I'm just merely concerned that it might take a long time to do one of these things and we probably want to sort of midnight to one we want to start we, we do actually want to try and get back for the trial style of thing exactly but it might be better when I think about it it might be better to do both together I think both to, at the same time because that way you're spending less time in the swamp at night for example I, I don't know I, there's arguments both ways I think we should definitely do both things it's just a question of whether we want to do them together or separately what are your group of trackers aiming to accomplish sorry um, we I want find what it, like the logical assumption is something in the swamp is eating people yep. or yep. kidnapping them or whatever yep. so we want to try and track it down yep. so we probably do need some information for that because we really need a lead on where in the swamp we're looking so you, you could basically look around generally for um, signs of predators type yeah. of thing. Um, in terms of finding specific tracks immediately, yeah. it's, it's quite unlikely because you don't have a point to start from. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, you did learn this from Dr. Strange's Gather Information thing, that the disappearances have stopped as of about three months ago. Yeah. So the creature you're looking for may or may not still be here. here. It certainly stopped doing things. Yeah. So it seems like maybe we should, instead of going out to the swamp and just generally poking around, we should get the best to gather information we can in town, and then all go out to the swamp specifically to the location of the last disappearance and look for clues. That, that's it from um, the uh, general Transylvanian attitude. Like, there could very easily be a thing living in the woods around the town these people wouldn't know because no one goes out and pokes the woods because it's a damn good way of eating by a monster if you yeah. are on PC. I mean, frankly... Given Transylvania, my concern is if we don't start with a lead, we might go out into the swamp and find a people-eating thing that isn't the right people-eating thing. <laughs> Look, we found this. That's a werewolf. It's obviously not the killer. Oh, all right, we'll throw it back. <laughs> um, so, okay, my new proposed plan. We all team up and do um, streetwise checks, or at least those of us who actually have streetwise. Um, and then, given that information, we use that as a lead to investigate the swamp more specifically in the area of the last disappearance and look for specific clues. 
Thoughts? Very wise plan, Cool. Okay, so Jonathan and I won't really necessarily help with streetwise per se. In the rest of the three of you can make it. I so wonder about one person as primary, the other two as assists. We've everything. all got the same amount, so we might as well all roll separately and hope for an explosion. Yes. Sorry, sweet, what were you saying? Um, yeah, you can either all roll separately or people can roll for assists and things. Um, Failing won't make it worse. Crit fumbling will make it worse. You okay. go and annoy the villagers. What, what, what about you? We want to use one of the crooked kin checks on this, I would think. That will give us a plus two. A single yes. plus two for one person or a plus two for each person's attempt? Uh, for the end result. Right. So, so, whatever so one, one person. Is one person, but we can pick the person who yes. got the best result. Yes, and do it after the fact. Cool. Okay, that sounds good. So, Which is, is less, because you're not physically going and asking them in this case, hey, what happened in Morass? But do you remember that tale they were telling you about some people that went missing in Morass? And, you know, it turns out one of them was blah, this guy, and et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So um, people will make streetwise checks. Okay. Yeah. And Jonathan, I will refrain from quick fumbling is more likely for us. I got a five. Both four. Oh, shit. Sure. And Werner's ten. ten. Plus two is twelve. Success with two raises. Yeah. And we cross off one of the crooked kin. Yeah. Do you need to have the. Do you do have the crooked. Do you need the crooked um, kin? Yes. the double raise? Might as well. But uh, we've got a success with the raise already. Can we? Uh, I, don't think, I don't think we can stuff. choose to not spend it retroactively after we discover uh, it. Yes, we can. We can? Okay, sweet. Then, yeah, no, save it. It's, it's essentially the crooked kid have told that's your reward for helping in the first place. Essentially, okay. the, the crooked kid have told you a bunch of miscellaneous information, some of which happens to relate to. Not necessarily the question you're asking, but as you ask, the guy gives you some information, and you go, "Ah, yes, they told us about that." Because um, we've got two more cases to investigate. After yeah, yeah, no, no. So, given we can and save it retroactively, I'd like to. What do you have? Successful raise. Ten. Yeah. Okay. So your choice: you can spend your raise on um, more information, or you can spend your raise on less time. You get the information faster, or you get more information. I would actually say more information. Yeah. We're, we're pretty, we're pretty bare of leads right now. We really we really need evidence. And of course, if you pull another raise, you, you get the same question again. You can have less time or more information again. Right. I'd say more information. Yeah, probably right. That seems okay. So successful the raise for more information? Yep. yep. Okay. So you spend another couple of hours poking around. Yep. Streetwise. Yeah. And then we can go out to the swamp in the dark looking for a people eating monster. Because yeah. that's how Transylvanian detective work works. Yeah. Why do I get those shoes with? It's, it's oh, now, it's now about 9pm, um, and at the point where people can actually sleep again if they want to. We're yep. just knocking off at 4pm for a sleep wasn't really going to happen. Yeah. Um, okay, so you split up and basically... Split up, you... The town is small enough that you're almost always within visual range of each other except when you're in different people's houses and things. And go around asking a bunch of questions for villagers. What happened? And Bernard, you find some colourful characters to talk to. Well, how do you find them? Dang, <laughs> Are they butlers? Look at that there, look at that there city boy. City boy? <laughs> he's got one of them neck, t- he's got one of them neck thingos. Neck thingos? Looks what do you like call it? it a, a, a crocodile tie. Well, it's fashionable to be strangled. My name, my name is my, my name is indeed Jeffro. 
and I'm one of the most informed people around here. I went to the big city not once, but twice. It says holding up three and fingers. He, and, the, and the big city he means is actually a small suburb. And I <laughs> sold them our finest yeah. blood caiman to make shoes out of them. Shoes like you're wearing, but made of blood caiman. You look down, he's not wearing any shoes at all. It's very, very impressive. Um, well, we do some mighty fine work around here with the blood caiman. Oh, please, do tell me more about your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it was just such a priceless. No, I just I didn't hear what he said. So, oh, please, do tell me more about your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, I like... And, and this is literally... You, you seem to have found the most talkative person in town. Oh, and no. he, the, the good news is he gives you valuable information, but it does consume the time because he goes on about... You know, skinning and gutting them blood came in. And, you know, his pappy did it, and his pappy before him, and his pappy. Mm-hmm. You just, mm, can't kill him, must wait for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Vernon's case, I imagine it's more can't say anything rude and cutting. <laughs> so, you have succeeded with one raise. That is correct? Yes. yes. Okay. So he, I have stacks of, of information. So he opens up the floodgates okay. of information. So he says, yeah, folk went disappearing round here. Real problem. I mean, we always lose a couple to them gators in the swamp every year, but we find the bodies, we see them go off the boats. It's the ones that went disappearing is troubling us. But we know what happened. That beast dragged them off to have its way with our women folk. Tell me, what, what did this beast look like? Ah, well... And he, he starts rabbiting on at length. Um, and he will tell you, basically, um, ten people who sort of disappeared over the last year, which you kind of already know. Um, he does tell you that um, the beast has... The, the beast has been seen... Um, had, sorry, had been seen around the area and gives you several details about this. Um, he tells you that out on an island, out in the swamp, you know, that away, so we can direct you to it, um, there is their graveyard where they bury all their dead. Because we got a lot of them, because for some reason, the folks around here just keep dying. People in the big city say it's because we ain't clever, but I say they am clever. They am. I've got to think. Um, so, he, he tells you that there have been... Um, Several sightings of a thing. Um, he's seems to be sort of telling you third-hand information, and the impression you get is that it, it's essentially people have reinforced each other's stories here um, of some sort of stitched together creature that has been seen out in the graveyard periodically. Um, that the ten people who have disappeared, every single one of them has disappeared on a full moon. Okay. Yeah. Um, Where would you find that wall? Don't find that now. Um, and you, you get like vague descriptors of some sort of big, you know, guy with bits hanging off him and things. Like, it could be the beast, but it could be something else entirely. Their, their information seems pretty sketchy as opposed to reliable. Um, however, they're, they're very confident that the mob drove the beast off. They, 
they got a mob. They worked out the full moon connection after only ten months of it. <laughs> um, gathered a mob together, and then um, saw this thing out in the swamp and drove it off by you know literally chasing it with torches and everything else. They chased it into the swamp and saw a big blood came in, come out of the water, bite a big chunk into its shoulder, and drag it under. Oh no! So and thus, they've told themselves, you know, their stories and how heroic they are to have driven the beast off. They, they thought they'd killed it, but then it's turned up in brand, so it's obviously still alive. But their their descriptors are very clear. They drove it off, and then it took a huge crocodile wound to the shoulder as it was dragged well, under. So, um, question. Yep. Um, does the beast have a huge crocodile wound in his shoulder? No, he does not. You have seen him shirtless. Sweet. He Evidence. has stitching around his shoulders and things, but you're very no. confident he doesn't. But he did, have, he did have a big yeah, mess. I did a heel check and everything. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, so he, he'd either are, be missing oh. a chunk, or at the least, he'd have a, a string of like indentations going down here. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, he'd have survived it, but yeah, yeah. Piece of one piece of evidence. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't you, it was going to be me. <laughs> the, the terrifying part is Grant mentioned this, it, it's some. Um, it, it's getting it back out of your head again after you. <laughs> Could it be possible, given the nature of the beast, that if it had an injury on one of its limbs, it could have another one just stitched on? Uh, can you make me Doctor Strange and... Given how this thing is built. A cult or weird science? A cult. <laughs> Naturally. I feel like I'm playing Tales of the Nights. It's a cult or weird science? Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, what? Okay, that wasn't an 8 for once. I thought there was another 8. So it's 16, 19. Okay, so for starters, the, 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 the beast is clearly put together with some combination of science and magic. Like, the mm. corpses have been physically sewn together. It's obviously got gears and things inside it. And then it's been animated by magic and lightning to bring it to life. Would your um, question, would Jeremy be really enthusiastic over the beast, or would he think it was lame because it, it wasn't done as well as he would have done? It could <laughs> theoretically have its um, have its torso replaced if it was bitten. You're, you're quite sure the wound wouldn't heal on its own. You're pretty sure it's probably incapable of substantive healing, mm-hmm. because it doesn't have, its flesh doesn't organically grow. It heals, it's not it alive, it no. can't naturally heal. Um, it's, it, it could be doable, but it would be quite a job, because you'd have, it'd have to be replacing its and torso. And you'd have to go back to Dracula. There's, there's no way the beast could do it himself. Even assuming he had the, the intelligence and the capacity to patch himself like that, he couldn't remove his own torso and then put himself back together. But Dracula could, but so, Dracula so, so, hasn't. Yeah. So we've got a piece of information that um, provides the sculptory evidence. And some great information about how to get you a skin and nut. Um, Jethro the Crocodile Hunter has um, gone on talk to... <laughs> 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 hey, I didn't use that accent. It's true. You want to watch out, mate. Them blood penguins are really, really oh, dangerous. Oh, that's too soon. Too soon. <laughs> uh, so it's been over uh, a decade. <laughs> <laughs> um... The conception is that um, what happened with the um, thing they th- oh the, the they were all all the, all the people's appearances happened on a full moon, and after ten months they worked out the full moon connection because these are really smart people. Hey, <laughs> we've got our smarts is is D four minus two. That's three. Oh, they're only vaguely. They don't have a very good description of it. But yeah, in fact, as as you ask around multiple people, you get. 
different descriptions of like how tall it was and how wide it was and whether it was like a person or some sort of gorilla thing instead. Um, but whatever it was, what they saw was they chased it into the swamp and a blood came and rose out of the swamp and gave it a huge massive and took a massive chunk out of its shoulder. Hmm. Which the beast doesn't have a chunk missing from his shoulder, so And he can't heal or stitch another arm back on. Because it wasn't in his arm, it was Shoulder. When I say when I say shoulder, I'm, I mean yeah. Well, yeah. The the quote unquote beast's activities have taken place around the graveyard, out in the swamp. Yeah. It's a little island out in the swamp. We have directions. Yep. Sweet. So and we have at least one piece of evidence, which means tomorrow we're not going in there totally. It wasn't the beast. Trust us. We have all the yeah, space. You, you can actually just walk in and make persuasion checks. Yeah, but, but um, it, it'll do a lot. We'll do a lot better with we, if we have evidence. Hmm. Should we check out the graveyard then? Please? Yes, I think that's our next move. We need a boat. So essentially, um, I bet we can rent one. The way this works is, I will give you what you find out, but it's sort of up to you as players to actually draw the correct conclusion from it. Yeah, so that's the mystery solving aspect of it. So, you want to go out to the island graveyard, you are obviously going to need a raft. Well, I happen to have one, but my puppy didn't raise no fools. He and cousin Ma (laughs) raised me to be the smartest businessman in the village, so I want some sort of a coin or food or something. (laughs) I got a seven on my resources, make him stop. (laughs) This note you've given me has a number seven on it. Deal. Why don't you borrow this here raft? I assume you city boys know how to drive it, and you putter on out there. <laughs> yeah, happily it's driving. So once again, Peter's your vehicle solution, man. <laughs> I will source the vehicles. You can drive them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And your intent is—it's it, literally like a raft gondola that you pole out there. Your intent is to pole out to the graveyard. Oh, and how go romantic! Around yeah. At night. yeah. In a graveyard. Yeah, in Transylvania. In Transylvania. In as a, it approaches midnight. No, no. <laughs> let's show us with crocodiles. Let, let, yes, no. We are polling through the crocodile infested swamp to the graveyard in Transylvania as it approaches midnight. But I think the important question, the really important question, is it tonight a full moon? Because uh, I really can't see how it could not be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was permanently a full moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it a full moon as well? Yeah, but well, yeah, that's well. That, that'd be three nights of full moon. So yeah, it's it's hard to argue that logically <laughs> there must indeed be a full moon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. spends one of his pennies. It is a full moon tonight. Sweet. Oh dear. <laughs> and, and we will have the first night of the new moon. The first night of the full moon. I still want to have lights because it's still dark out. Yeah. Yeah. We've got our lanterns in the boat. And, so and there's also moonlight as well. Pole out there, yep. and the swamp is thick and boggy. You stick this enormous pole in. Jethro doesn't give you a driving lesson, but it's kind of stick pole in, push boat that way. Yep. And there's these... As you stick the pole really you can hear Mara the little... Noises coming from the swamp around you. There are things living out there. Swamp pug wampies. Oh, you think I won't? Don't tempt them. They're not pug wampies. They're. Wolfers. 
Like, Paul Fimps are very like bad. Like, actually life. do it for Savage Worlds, but probably make it different. Like, your wild die is now a D3 style of thing or whatever. Oof. They're gremlins. Because I can just see so much re-rolling going on. You know, roll! I've raised five times. You roll it again. Well, you could be really lethal and just say your dice start to explode. Yeah, true. That would actually be a simple method of doing it. Um, okay. Pete, can you make me a driving check? Obviously you know how to drive a swamp gondola. Of course, because stock there car racing absolutely prepares you for driving a swamp gondola. Yes, it's and good. doing it extremely well, 11. <laughs> it's basically the same principle. Yeah. Pointed in the right direction. Yeah, look, if, um, if a degree in archaeology prepares you to... If a degree in chemistry prepares you to, you know... Do nuclear physics and you know bio uh, biomedicine and stuff. I don't see why stock car driving should make you an excellent yeah. goblin. Man. So there is clear evidence that this um, swamp is full of crocodiles. You yeah. see the little blood red tails flickering in the moonlight and then disappearing under the water. Yeah, there are periodically bumps and scrapes along the bottom of your raft. But the good news is the cemetery will probably be extra popular at, at with some, the crocodiles. At some point, something pushes it hard enough that the whole raft comes slightly out of the swamp and then splurks back down into the mud. Um, however, you can drive it. You, you can drive well enough to A, actually realise that this job must require some skill, despite how retarded the locals are. <laughs> you know, they're, they're probably very good at what they specifically yeah. do, which is crocodile hunting. Yeah, I'm actually prepared to say that they're very smart people in the avenue of not getting eaten, yeah, eating yeah, crocodiles and not getting eaten by crocodiles. It's nearly the outside world. They're a bit, they they spend all of their advances on driving, exceeding their smarts and abilities. So. Yeah. <laughs> And probably hunting, yeah. being able to stand yeah, in the yeah. um, And you you get out there without disturbing any crocodile nests or sinking your boat or anything else horrible like that. All pluses. Um, and the island is indeed basically this um, fa- fairly large. It's going to be a couple of kilometres wide, like muddy hillock rising out of the swamp. With the old gnarled dead trees in it, with no leaves on them at all. All right. And as you pull, you pull the boat right up, get up, pull yep. it off to shore. You hear the hoo 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 from the owl of the trees. Uh, we are in fact going to tow the boat a bit further up yes. to shore, given that I don't really know what we've got in the way of you know tides, unexplained Swamp. mysterious waves. Um. Crocodiles coming and moving the water, maybe, but um, you won't get uh, It's our only raft. I don't yeah. want to swim through the crocodile-infested waters. We pull the cro- we pull the raft totally well onto the back. I love the American superstitions. Yeah. It's fine. As long as we we find the uh, okay, and then the we're going to have a and then we're going to poke around the graveyard looking for things that he, that might have you yep. know abducted people yeah. or evidence. That they were there, given yeah. that they may not still be there. So essentially, with with no real point to start from, you're basically searching the entire yeah. island, essentially. Um, and you you will indeed find there are basically several grave markers that are literally you know wooden sticks cut into crosses and things scraped yeah. into them, style of thing, rolling round there. Um, so this is notice checks for searching, and up to you whether you want to aid each other or do it all separately. Well, so let's think about it. Well, let, yeah, let's think about it before we make the rolls. Except for Jonathan, who's on his own because he's already guessing it's dark enough that I take my penalty. Oh yes. Um, so, 
If you have, if you're untrained, you can't make gang up rolls. You Correct. Can. You need to be trained and noticed to actually assist people. Okay. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> I will. Oh, say, you fool. So I will. Just no, <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to come with me and, and help me have a look? Yeah, I'll help you. Okay. I got eight. I got well, four. Wow, I should have lived. It's five either way. So yeah. one race. I've got a five. Okay, so we've got a crit from Wolf and Bernard. Success, success with the raise, success with the raise. Ah, uh, uh, the so. Right. So, huh? crit fumble, what did you get? Susan? Oh, you wanted to know my dice roll? Yes. Help. I got a four. Okay. Plus one from being mixed to five. So success, 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 success with the race. Yeah. And crit fumble from Mr. Gotney got eaten by an alligator while the rest of us were searching. <laughs> oh, let's look at another butler. I think it's more butlers, that thing. Yeah. I'm so lyrical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, wow. He's the smartest guy in the whole village. <laughs> so... I'm kind of entertained by how American backwater hillbilly these Transylvanians are. But then I, I have to admit, I can't imagine what a Transylvanian heck would sound like, so fair enough. Well, they're actors, so it doesn't matter. They can sound like whatever we want them to sound like. Okay, so several things come out over this time. Um, Jonathan, Mm -hmm. as you were poking around, um, you will notice that Several of these graves seem to have been disturbed, and when you look around, you can actually clearly mark the distinction between this one has, this one hasn't style of thing. Uh, it actually looks like, in addition to the people that are disappearing, you haven't heard about this, there's been a bunch of body snatching going on here as well. Um, a number of the, well, body snatching, a number of these graves have been dug up. Whether you want to dig them up again and see if people are missing is up yeah. to you. Yes? Uh, well, uh, can we hear the rest of what we find out and then we okay. can make a decision? Yeah. I was just saying yes to... Because yeah. we, we've already put that time in, so we get whatever intelligence is a result of that. Um, by one of these graves, um, you will... And, and I say you, I mean the group yeah. at large. By one of these graves, you will find some sort of device that is wildly out of place here. It is some sort of technologically advanced science doodad that mm-hmm. looks vaguely like a headpiece of some kind. It, like, logic would tell you it probably doesn't belong to the retards in the village. Um, and then Bernard, as you were poking around, oh, you see something glinting by the water's edge in the moonlight, <laughs> mostly submerged in the mud. A clue! And you walk forward. This clear teeth. <laughs> go to put your hand on it. Oh, God. Um, Make a fair shake. Oh, and man. <laughs> as you do so, you're, you're not actually putting your hand into a crocodile. There is an actual object there. You have found a clue. And as you are reaching for it, you reach forward and something goes out of the water, numb towards your hand. It is, of course, a big blood cavern, and that is where we'll leave it be. <laughs> Yay. Hey. 